Hello, everybody. I'm Mark. I am Alex. And welcome to the PEF <laughs> Conference Summit. Welcome to the PEF Conference Summit. We'll explain that in a sec. We will be live all episode. Welcome to the Shabbat. I will admit, in my head, I go, <laughs> when I hear our intro still yeah. just because of Christmas, which is now like a month and a half ago or some fucking thing, but <laughs> so it's stuck in my head a little bit. Yeah. A lot of fucking episodes. Episode 62. Two. Episode, how do you, what's the French for 62? Because the French get really lazy with the way they say. Thank you. And then you get into the 80s and they're like, ah, we don't have a word for 80. We're just going to say 40 <laughs> twice. Fuck it. You know, like I love I, the French got so lazy and I, I think it's interesting how it's considered like the sexiest language, but it is the laziest language. But anyways, so why is it the PEF? What's PEF stand for? Oh, Mark? it's the Podcast Economic Forum. Because, oh, sweet. I mean, but we're not in Davos. Fuck that place. No, we're, we're here in. Uh, yes, we are. It's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if those, you're watching on the YouTube, you're like, they're not in Davos. It's the same. <laughs> the journalists studio. outside, we have to beat them off with a stick. Yeah, I just beat them off. There's no sticks. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so so we're uh, we're not going. We're not we're not leaving our uh, our place here in in Canada that we broadcast from. Um, but we are definitely forming and are part of the PEF. Yeah, definitely the podcast, podcast economic, economic forum, forum is is just to combat the world economic forum with all that misinformation and disinformation they're putting out. We're we're going to combat that. So, new news on Pete from PEF: a kryptonite found on Earth. <laughs> I don't know if you, it's real. Kryptonite's real. We're announcing it here. You heard it here first. Well, I mean, I mean, we could just say whatever we want about anything, right? Yeah, that's that's, that's where we're at at this point. The uh, the components of uh, kryptonite we we actually discovered that were on Earth and it's like oh we it's actually just like Mountain kryptonite. Dew and a certain kind of quartz yeah and ba Baja Blast and quartz uh, it's ba it's Baja Blast it's quartz and I believe if there's like some slurm in there just like a, a droplet of slurm from Futurama which is also real if you're not sure if you know that's also real uh, David X Cohen is on the show next week to confirm he's a, also a member of the PEF now we're just like we're literally this is all just making up. But the World Economic Forum seems to be they're like they're just like, hey, we're going to form a committee so we can just do shit so nobody nobody can tell us what to do over here. And then over here, we're just going to make up some fake news stuff. And then we're going to create a committee to say that the news we made up is real. So you can't say it's not. And it's it's getting out of hand. Yeah. So get into some detail for me there, Mark, because it's well, a vague I'm, explanation. I, well, but. I, I'm going to write my own book called 2084. <laughs> <laughs> just, 20, to just to predict what's going to happen I, in 2084. I don't mean to be rude, but you have to wait till 2054 to write 2084 <laughs> and in order if you write 2084 now and you are as accurate as orwell was like oh i don't God. know what to say like then you you're, you're smarter than he he nostra shotis yeah it's just like <laughs> the hand bro's tail <laughs> i don't know i don't know what we're gonna do you remember uh when the internet outage happened Oh, you're talking about the Rogers one in 2022? It was what, August to happen or something like that? Oh, right. Yes. And uh, and then I had uh, made, shit, made a remark about, um, I mean, it's not necessarily connected to, but I had actually uh, made a remark about uh, the WEF was actually uh, funding their own cybersecurity shit. Okay. 
Yeah, so the WEF has released a trailer of Klaus Schwab talking about our systems being vulnerable to cyber attacks that could shut down our planet and make COVID look insignificant. <laughs> while they push paperless, or while they push, push a cashless society on us, they're like, you know, a cashless society could cripple people if things go wrong. You're yeah. like, then why are you forcing it on me? They're like, what? What? Why are we what? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> it was ca- Ten, sorry. Tinfoil hat time. COVID <laughs> was manufactured in a lab, and for everyone who wouldn't bend the knee to the government, newer and stronger variants kept appearing, all while governments were pushing the jab. We talked about the died suddenly, and there's more to talk about Bro, that you're, as well. You didn't put your. They can hear. They they think they can. They know what you're thinking. Oh, I, know. I got my hat on. They don't <laughs> yeah. know what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. My my satellite. It's, it's gone. It's just for the camera. I just want the camera to see. We put a lot of work into these hats, you know. Yeah, but our problems in this world are all man-made. You think we're going to uh, attack some giant EMP power surge and and or we're going to be under attack from some giant yeah, the EMP The robins power and surge? the squirrels are like, "Let's get him with an EMP." Right? Yeah. And it'll be uh it'll be called a cyber attack and we're going to have to turn to the WEF. Oh, save us or our power. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> We already know if you control the food, you control the people. You control the money, you control the people. And if Actually, you control our power, again, our livelihoods. If you control the toilet paper, you control the people. If you want, <laughs> if you want to really, uh, apparently that was the real key yeah. to humanity's end. Now, we've mentioned the destabilization of Germany already, but... Yeah, they're, they're cutting down for... Every time Mark references shit, I do try, I hate to be rude, but I try to cut him off just because if you haven't listened to every episode of the Shot Pod, so we're talking... So right now, Germany's in so much trouble because they buy a lot of fuel from Russia and that Ukraine... That Russia-Ukraine dispute is fucking with their ability to get crude oil and, yeah. and things to burn. So they're chopping down forests in like crazy numbers, like definitely not worried about being green. And they're just, they're cutting forests down and they did that in October, November. So that they, and they're burning the shit out of that wood as we speak to stay warm yeah. because it's winter in Germany. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, they're on the other side of the world. <laughs> it's not, it's not Australia. <laughs> uh, yeah. True. Australia does have opposite seasons. Don't <laughs> yeah. they? Yeah. I knew they had opposite seasons somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's not Germany. So Germany, yeah. cause they're in the same hemisphere. We are, but either. So yeah. Yeah, that's why he's saying that because Germany's burning fuel like a motherfucker because of their fuel crisis. Yes. So, uh, so that was just the start. And we've mentioned our politicians are trying to bankrupt Canada because Christia Freeland, who, Recently borrowed $2 billion to fund uh, something that doesn't exist. Well, she was asking for money, um, and she hadn't started the company that she would be using the money for. And they're like, well, where's it going to go in the meantime? And she was like, quit asking questions, basically. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And so there's a podcast called Valuetainment on YouTube. Valuetainment. All right, cool. And this is where I saw this uh, Klaus Schwab. We're also on YouTube. Shot pod. Don't forget the zero in (laughs) shot. Yeah. And this is where I saw this Klaus Schwab trailer. It was directly from the site that they were showing on on this video. And while discussing this, the guy mentions he had to do a a review uh, of a book from, uh, from Klaus Schwab. Uh, saying that uh, he said Klaus is passionate about his views. The guy disagreed with every single one of those views, but right. Klaus actually seemed sincere, which I still still don't buy regardless, but said Klaus just doesn't have the money. So he's taken his views to people that do, and that's essentially how the WEF has come to be. No one's appointed Klaus Schwab as the czar of the world or leader of Jack and or shit, but he came up with these views... <laughs> Uh-huh. And uh and I'm calling racism on this bullshit. You know why? Because years uh, ago Oh, they love it when white people call racism on things. Yeah, <laughs> but but years ago when someone had a dream, he was shot. 
Okay. And now somebody's got these views, and nobody's taking out this motherfucker? Well, because they're, t- they're not allowed now. It's, it's, <laughs> this, is where, this is where tolerance gets you. All hitmen are racist-ass bitches. <laughs> I, I agree at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Kennedy... Kennedy was taken out by a hitman, he was, but that was the CIA or the FBI, <laughs> so that was a little bit different. But yeah, you're right. Talking about MLK, you're taking a, talking about, um, what's it called, Gandhi, I guess. Gandhi, what was the Gandhi situation? The prison thing. He wasn't killed, but he definitely some corruption going on, which is why he spent so much time in prison. Yeah. Um, what else, you know, other lists. Let's let's talk about more 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 colored people that are just, uh, I mean, you got, uh, I, I truly believe the, the message in Hendrix's music, you know? was a big part of why he got capped out. Um, there's a lot of uh, colored artists, I think, that got killed at a young age because they were, you know, preaching about freedom. You know, Marley, there's a lot of conspiracies about the Marley stuff. What? Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, tra- I've never be- really thought of it the way you're saying that, but yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the assassins are fucking, they're racist. It's like, <laughs> I don't see any really fucking evil white people dying, you know? Oh, yeah. Even like, if, if Hitler was black, he would have never been gotten as far as he did. Right? Which doesn't make sense. Really thinking about Black Hitler makes very little sense. You have to really change the universe around. Just switch it around so that like the blacks were 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 the the we're the master race, and then the whites were like, yeah, where are this thing, so that we know where you're from. Which one of the evil white countries you came from, you dirty white motherfucker? Just switch it like that quick. You know, he wouldn't have gotten that far. Let's just go with it that way. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's that, God damn it, that's some bullshit. You know what? Yeah. I think I should become a master assassin. You know, get me a nice PSG one sniper rifle and head out there and just start capping off white people, even nice ones, just so that I can prove that there is, you know, that even assassins don't see color. You know, like if we're if we're, we're going to break down the barriers in modern society and be a real woke, we should just kill everybody without without. <laughs> without we can't we can't really we we, we got to stop being so picky about who we're yeah. taking out based on how their thoughts and feelings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, so I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Jacinda Ard. Prime Minister of uh, New Zealand suddenly yes, quit. Yes, I did see that. So, just to show how shady there's this is. There's so much weird shit. Like, 10 years ago, like, the, the, the list of weird shit, like, that's insane. Yeah. Leaders just stepping down. And in, in Africa, if you want to do a little more research, there's a lot, any of this, the the, um, the African countries that didn't just embrace the whole vaccine, because, I mean, a lot of them are poor. They were like, what, you want us to push a vaccine? We don't even have fucking healthcare. You want us to push vaccines and quarantine on people? It just wasn't in the cards. And yeah. those, they are all dead or they've stepped down. Like, it's very mysterious how quickly they all don't run their countries anymore. Yeah. The ones that were like, we don't, it's not in the budget. They're like, oh, we don't care. Make them starve more, pump them full of this. It's and so yeah, look into that. But yeah, so yeah. now we're talking about first world countries where the leaders are mysteriously leaving, disappearing. So, and, and when she was announcing that she was stepping down, she was, she was fighting tears. But the funny thing is, is she actually talked about like running again. So who got to her? Yeah. And why, and, and this happened. They got her why, family. I'm this, telling you, they got her family. This happened while WEF is going on. I want to see pictures of her kids smiling with the, holding today's paper. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Cause I bet you they're not like, yeah. I know that might seem crazy. But like if someone listening to that might be like, this guy watches too many porn movies. She's stepping down from running a country. What makes you do that? Yeah. Fear of your kids dying. I don't know. I'm telling you, man. It's the only thing I can think of or somebody saying, hey, you know, I, I, I don't know. Maybe their cat goes missing. They're the head. <laughs> no, that shit happens. There's politicians that will tell you stories about their animals showing up with their heads in a bag in their mailbox and stuff. I mean, that's not an uncommon thing even in fucking... Um, What's his name? The guy that left to, to help run with Obama? He was The guy that was from... from, from Harold and Kumar. He was part of Obama's, uh, you know what I mean? He, he, the guy from Harold and Kumar that was part of Obama's. Yeah, he was an act, the actor for, who, who plays Kumar. 
who was on House. Okay. He he wanted to be part of Obama's campaign. That's why he left oh. um, acting, and yeah. he got pieces of an animal in his fucking Cal pen. Cal Penn, yeah. I, I remember hearing about him getting when he was running the Obama administration because his fans were, they had Republican fans that were like, what the fuck? And they sent him pieces of one of his cats in a fucking, in a mail. Yeah. Freaked him right out. Crazy shit like that. So it is, it does happen. And that was during Obama, the Obama days. This is before COVID and all this crazy yeah. shit that's been going down. So I'm I, like, I would, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't put it past that type of shit going down. Like if, if you're a politician and you're getting pieces of animals or you're getting some type of threatening letters or I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe they're just flat out like maybe the kid, Xi Jinping disappeared for like two weeks. Yeah. Nobody knows where he is, where he was, and he is, I would argue, probably the most powerful man in the world, if not number two or three. Yeah. Like really, if like as far as if he wanted to fuck the dog, the planet would be over. You know what I mean? Him and Biden, and I would probably mm -hmm. say Zuckerberg and uh, Cloud Schwaus, <laughs> your buddy here, Cloud Schwaus. That fucker's on the list. Um. <laughs> Who else is on? You know, I mean, people that are just like uh, 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 Musk is on this list. You know, what I mean? people the top five or six that it's just like, yeah, don't fuck with these people. They're kind of run things right now. Yeah, yeah. He's and, and he went missing well, for I two mean, weeks with no explanation and nobody's no one's worried. Well, I mean, the BRICS nations are going to be running things soon enough. The okay, so the one last thing I wanted to talk about in regards to the WEF, which PEF is going to combat, <laughs> uh, is. Uh, is is all the the misinformation disinformation squad that's happening is uh so they've got uh somebody from new york times on this misinformation squad it's a big list it's a big list yeah, yeah. you sent me there's a document that you should if, i mean if you're nerds like us yeah. you can read into it and it'll get into the details and there's uh and 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 brian stelter so so yep. these are the two people that i wanted to to focus on specifically because new york times is uh Post just blatant lies and it's and a bought and, and sold liberal media and it's, and it's led to wars like the war in Iraq like left wing like, media yeah like with unverified stories and okay well no this is what's happening and yep. it's like oh okay the war started what if you uh if 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 definitely do some research on the New York Times if you didn't know about the horrible corruption behind them it's like the Coca Cola company you think Coca Cola is <laughs> just a company that makes pop read about them read about how they're claiming pop before it's been sold read about what they do to to some of the kids in the countries and and yeah it's fucked up what these places do. And that's just Coca Cola. So now we're moving over to the to this and yeah. type of thing. And you're like, oh, uh, oh yeah, I know what they do. No, you don't. You have no fucking clue what they do. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, the Joe Rogan video that you've played me that I, we keep talking about about the cobalt mines. Yeah. I've it's now gone viral. I've I've had it shared back to me. We shared it when you with, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, but probably almost yeah. a month ago now. You yeah. and I started sendless, and I'm seeing it get back to me now. Alex, have you seen this? Yeah, I fucking have, bro. You you have it because of me. Because <laughs> it's shop on. I guarantee you, the people that have been sending to me, every one of them, it's because I guarantee they got it for it's it's a trickle down. It went from me to somebody to somebody to them. And then back to me yeah. because I was the first you and me were the first ones that I saw with that. And it's gone it's big now. Just that clip of him saying, this is the bottom of the supply chain of your iPhone, of your laptop, of your electric car battery vehicle. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that guy that's saying just that clip while Joe's just going, oh, my God. Whoa. Whoa, look, whoa. I do love Joe, but sometimes he's such a pothead when the, when the people are talking and showing him footage and he's just like, look at that. I'm like, Joe, shut up. Let the guy talk. Yeah. <laughs> they probably think that with us. Alex, <laughs> shut up. Mark wants to talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, that, that brings uh, this edition of this, uh, this PEF to terms. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll address more stuff with the PEF in the future. But I do, I, man... 
so Friday I was coming home from work late and, uh, and I hear sirens and I'm looking, I'm like, where are these sirens coming from? And, uh, and I'm headed east down a road Okay. and the <coughs> sirens are coming from north, but they're headed south. Okay, uh, to, so to you're this intersection. I'm looking around. Everybody's stopping. I'm like, okay, okay. This ambulance pulls into the middle of the intersection, slowly creeps up, creeps up, yeah, decides to accelerate, and I see this guy just blow by me, and just no. You watch the guy smoke an ambulance. Yeah. How fast is he going? 60, 70? Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. I hate to like, get excited. Like 80. <laughs> I don't wish pain and death upon people, but car accidents are like. I just love them. I'm bad. <laughs> but even when I'm in them, I'm like, whoa. Whoa, I'm a, whoa, fuck yeah. Like, yeah, I almost killed him. I came out of the car one time. It was the guy's fault, and I was young, and I went off, and it was, yeah. yeah. I did, two women had to peel me off this guy. He would have been fucking dead. Yeah. It was just like, whoa, but anyways, yeah. So, okay, so he's doing 60, 70, you think? I think he's doing 80, 90. Oh, shit. Does he try to, do you hear, ah, does nope. he? Really? He's just driving. Ambulance comes across, and he just so by the time he saw the front of the ambulance, he didn't even have time to because they yeah. can measure the the yeah. skid marks to see if yeah yeah no nope. like, er, like just that guy's boom. gonna be fucked. So if you t bone a cop, what kind of car? Kind of like a four door. Uh, I know you probably I'd probably probably say two door sedan. Too old, like not ninety stuff, like something looks relatively yeah, newish. New, yeah, a relatively new thing. So something it could be anything from a Civic to it a Focus. Had curves, so. it's Civic to a Focus, right? <laughs> yeah. it had moderny looking curves, yeah. and he hit this fucking head on. Did yeah. he hit the box of the ambulance, or did he catch the fucking driver I, I cabin? Think, I think it was the box, and then into the, the cabin because yeah. of the angle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's the, literally. I used to work on ambulances as a mechanic, so I know a lot about their structural stability and their weights and stuff. That's good. The box is indestructible. Like you can roll the box, and it's fucking. They mm. won't go nowhere. But um, and they won't break. But either way, that's fucking nuts. Out of out of the emergency vehicles, okay, cops. be worse than hitting a brick wall. I'm telling you right now, a brick wall would be softer and more forgiving yeah. than a fucking ambulance. But cops, quite often, they'll pull a UE and flip their sirens on in the middle of an intersection and cause an accident. And it's like, oh fuck, I hit a cop, but it's actually the cops' fault, which does happen. And it's Bro, like, okay, no, fuck. you will never win that case. Though cops will yeah. show up in court with buddies that were on the other side of town and be like, yeah, he was right around the corner. He saw it. And he's like, I'm a cop too. I saw it. He's fine. They're yeah. pieces of shit with yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, be so, careful. So either way, don't hit a cop. Yeah. If you do, get out and kill the cop. Okay. You're better off killing him. You really but, are. But if don't you, do that. If you hit a cop, okay, that that's one thing. If you hit a fire truck, I mean, I mean, it it'll be like hitting a wall. But you're gonna have people getting out saying like, "Oh, are you who okay? survives that?" Yeah. I think if you get a fire truck, you just die. Yeah. Like that's they're like are hitting. You okay? You're okay. Aren't they made of adamantium or something? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> but it's like, oh, that's they'll get out and say, "Oh, are you okay? You okay?" And then they'll they'll call for uh, the police, and you know you'll you'll have a court day for sure. But if you hit an ambulance with the lights on, you have no idea if they're coming or going. Oh yeah. You have no idea if there's a body in the back and there's an EMT like, "Okay, I'm a, I'm putting in this breathing tube." <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, they're thrown across the ambulance, the breathing tube just ripping the esophagus of the guy that's oh, in critical dude. condition on the way. Oh, oh, bro. Like, you have no Horrifying idea. Horrifying PTSD now. <laughs> Why would you ever be a paramedic? It's shit pay, shit hours, and that is a high risk. That's, that situation is very probable. Like, if I really think about it, in this day and age, there's not a... Bat, there's probably a one in 30 chance that could happen to you <laughs> like roll the dice bro that's that's yeah i always okay so i used to fix ambulances like i said and i even then i remember saying like god bless these guys like these guys made <laughs> i made more money fixing the ambulance i would i remember saying that one of the guys my uh, high school buddy i show up to you know one morning and i'm like 
you know, Chris, what's up? He's like, oh, yeah, because I haven't seen you since high school. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I drive for these guys. Oh, you're a driver. Cool. He's like, yeah, man, it's good money. It's like 14 bucks an hour, you know? Minimum wage at the time was 11. And I'm just like, you make $14 an hour saving lives? He's like, well, it's not an emergency. I was like, yeah, but how many old people have got an anaphylactic shock or had a fucking shit go down in the ambulance? He's like, what happens every day, all the time. I was like, yeah, exactly. That's why it's not an emergency. You know, you're still trained. But either way, it was really funny just to see that he made like, I was like, fuck, man. And he's his job, I don't care. My job was way easier than his. I mean, yeah, we're working on things and we get dirty and all that, but people's lives in your fucking hands man uh you know yeah. and i mean and the and then you get like the brother or the mother in the in there with you come you're coming to to the hospital and you're trying to save their kid and they're like what are you doing little jimmy's gonna die can't you save him you're like bitch shut the fuck up i'm trying to save your kid yeah. i went to school for 20 years to do this that's the other thing you gotta go to school for a bunch of shit you gotta have your fucking with cpr your fucking wimis i'm sure you gotta have every, every fucking certificate in the world what you know that you that you need babysitting certificate you probably need all of them yeah. your fucking hvac certificate your all oh, gas fitter license you need them all to be a fucking am, work for an ambulance company i'm, I'm you have to have a, a pretty good set of of Help me out here. I'm mind farting with words tonight. But, you know, a set of your resume has to be fancy looking. You need like a Rolodex of fucking certificates, certificates and, and courses in order to really do that. There's a lot and you got to update them. You got to do your CPR when they update things. And I think you got to go in once a year for some of that shit, like a smart serve. It's got to be re redone for fucking $16 an hour for some of these companies. Like, fuck, man. And then I know that when you work for actual EMS, it's like it's not even 20. Sometimes, like fuck, it's and yeah, they're out there fucking rolling esophaguses out of people in a in a rollover. It's like, oh, there's an esophagus that smacked me in the you face. Just, you just think like you're in the back. You're like, okay, I know we're moving, but, but we have to be as steady as we can be right now. <laughs> what yeah, the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I just think it's funny. You come home with this horrified look on your face, and your wife's just like, "Come here, sweetie. There's some. There's a piece of esophagus on your face. Let me just get it. Yeah, okay." Just sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Whose is that? This was uh, a hard day work. Uh, I think it was my partner's. You know, the guy that was like my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, work starts at eight tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's the thing. I think you get like a day or two off. But yeah, it's fucking. Also, 911 people, the people that are on the phone for that, that sit on the phone and listen to people get raped and killed. Well, sometimes, not all the time, but when they, and they have to do it. Like, they have to stay on with these people while they're waiting for emergency services to arrive. And I mean, yeah. those situations come, God bless you, to to make shit money in a shitty, stinky little building with a shitty, stinky little headset in a shitty, stinky little cubicle with a shitty, stinky little bathroom <laughs> and a shitty, stinky little microwave to just, heat up your food in. And thinking, here you are, saving lives. You just know? Think, just thinking of being a dispatcher <laughs> and you're in this scenario where, where, uh, like somebody's broken into a house and, and as a dispatcher, you're like, okay, I want you to run. I want you to hide under, under the bed. Right. I want you to hide under the bed and I want you to be quiet, but I want you to stay on the phone with me. And then, and then it's like, she's like, oh my God, he's in the same room. Oh my God. Okay. Slide the phone out from under the, the bed. Whoosh, and all I hear is, you motherfucker, you fucking leave this fucking gentleman. You mother... Like... <laughs> <laughs> Just put me on speaker. <laughs> Yo, I fucked your mother. That's right. I'm fucking your mother right now. Girl, right by the hair. He's just like, what the fuck? I was going to rob these people, but I'm, I, I'm having PTSD now. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fucking hilarious. But no, that, it's tough, man. It's a tough... Those are tough jobs. They don't pay well. I don't think... And I don't think they get any praise. So they there you go. There's our six episode 62 fucking theme for you. <laughs> praise for jobs that are are important and 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 don't get praised. I think being a teacher is another one. I give you know what I mean. Good teachers are 
so hard to find. Mine were all shit. It's probably why I'm so fucked up. I had like two teachers that to this day, if I see them in a mall or whatever, or, or here, I have one of them on Facebook. I'm like, hey, what's up? You're the uh, Don't forget I love you. <laughs> don't forget you are the best. You are, you're more of a parent to me than my parents during those years I was with you as a teacher. You know, those those people too, underpaid, overworked, underappreciated. Yeah, there, there's, there's got to be some fuckery afoot somewhere because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, bankers and t- fucking t- guys making so much t- money. Tamara's daughter... Uh, from grade five, she's in grade seven right now. She'll be going into grade eight, but she went like in grade five. It was, she had a teacher, teacher quit. Another teacher got hired. That teacher quit. Had another teacher. That teacher quit. Had another one was a substitute basically for the rest now, of the year. I hate to say, I hate to to do this, but the race is a huge factor here because I, I, if she, if the, if, if the kid is in a class and it's all colored kids and these teachers are all white, I know a lot of white teachers that get frustrated because they they, tr- they they can't. They just simply can't. They quit because it's not... The kids, half of them don't speak the same... They don't speak English. And then they talk to the parents about, hey, can you make them speak English? And they're like, "Not re- no, I'm not really fucking doing your job for you. And it be- and a lot of the, them quit. So, and I know that's a big problem right now in in, okay. in in the Durham District School Board and the Toronto District School Board. So I don't know if that's part of it. Maybe, I don't know. Because I know that in this town, that fa- that number's getting... But we were never intri- told a reason. Different. So that was in grade five and grade six was the same thing. But, yeah. but then COVID started. So then, it okay. was, so then it was homeschooling. And even still through homeschooling... Eventually, the teachers changed? Yeah. And then eventually when she went back in and there was the choice between homeschooling and back in, it was like, oh, well, this teacher quit. Now you have this teacher. It's like, what the fuck? So she hasn't been on par for learning because every new teacher that comes in is like oh well where were you okay yeah. we're just going to be moving along and we'll just see if you're here and it's like what that's the fuck? healthy yeah it's like what like online learning which we all know fucked with every fucking child out there because nobody could do it properly when it came to asking for help you can't i mean you could video conference somebody how like, many huh? parents where the kids were like ah, mom I, I'm trying to figure out the fucking this trigonometry and they gave them misinformation and then now they're just, uh, just two years later they're in grade 9 they were in grade 7 now you're in grade 9 they're asking you to do Y equals MX plus B and you still, still can't subtract they fractions say, no honey those are letters. Math is numbers. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean? They're, they're like, I got Y equals MX plus B homework, and I don't know how to subtract fractions yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of my grade six, my daddy told me that the denominator, you just make it whatever you want. And then, and then as long as the new, and then you, and then you multiply the numerators and you go from there. He's like, oh, okay, you've been doing that. And now you're like, oh, but I fucked up this basic It's just thing. like uh, fucking Michael Scott when he's trying to help that that child at, uh, at uh, that that other that independent <laughs> auto shop how to do their homework and it's like what's what's this little to oh yeah no you don't need to worry about don't that worry about that yeah yeah, yeah i remember but this that. is your answer and the mom's like yeah don't write that <laughs> yeah <laughs> also the michael thought the michael's tots the ted scott's movie? tots scott's yeah. tots that's yeah. a, so classic <laughs> stanley laughing because he's just yeah. like has that been 10 years already <laughs> that's such a good episode anyways me and mark are both balls deep in a office watch through i mean anybody who's listening is like oh mark's watching office again what else is new yeah but yeah. i mean but to, but hear, to be oh, doing Alex it during during it i so i finished i've been doing my i did star wars watch through um yeah. and it was really good to do and I, I did it right after andor finished so i added andor in my watch list. it was very nice to do and it also was like hey andor doesn't fit into Re- you can't watch andor before rebels you got to watch two seasons of rebels and then andor and then rebels like oh, no i don't see anybody online talking about this it's a big deal anyways then i went to the house house was a guy i love doing a house watch through and then i was like i gotta do an office watch through so I'm, I'm in season six now i'm ahead of this guy and this guy's in season three which i would say season three 
is pinnacle. Absolute yeah. pinnacle. Four is also pretty good, but there's just something about three. I don't know. I think three's top tier. I think it's top yeah. tier. Yeah. Um, pranks is my favorite Jim pranks. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The prank where he buy gets a bunch of Dwight stationery and starts sending Dwight faxes from himself. The from future. the future <laughs> like is the best in the stanley coffee he's like no boo, you'll thank me later that that yeah. whole thing like there's just so many more and then there's jim um has gone to what's the other branch that's not utica it's uh stanford stanford he went to stanford so you we get this um when he when they have the stanford office i love that when they're all call of duty guys and jim's yeah. so bad. i was like dude that's me jim's like he's running in a corner and then he finally gets turned around and just ah, caps him in the face you're just like oh my fucking god <laughs> that's me that is definitely me i i had to show a couple friends of mine the call there's a people on people online bitching about call of duty i just i, I can't get good at call of duty so I, I just empathize with Jim so much. But anyways, we're in the middle of our office watch through. Um, I, I learn something new every time I watch through it. Have you learned something new um, on there's, yours? There's always quotes that I miss okay. and, and small things that I miss that I don't realize. So when I'm watching the watch through now, or when I'm watching again, <laughs> I'm always paying attention to the background. So uh, yeah, Okay, okay. So, like, you know, yeah. so when uh, Andy Bernard punches a hole in, in the, the wall, in the wall, classic scene, that gets uh, he used. says that was an overreaction and then he's like i'm gonna hit the break room and then jim looks at the camera after he says i'm gonna hit the break room jim's like <laughs> like is that the next hole in the wall <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and i didn't notice that <laughs> fuck man um or even uh, as i mentioned in the car like in uh, the one with uh Debbie Brown, the quality assurance because of the watermark. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a in this episode. There's a watermark of a. It's two things fucking. It's like two cartoons fucking. Yeah. So it's a disgruntled employee, and it goes out to schools and all kinds of stuff. So in the episode, they all have to do massive damage control. Yeah. And um, so, anyways, and, um, and the so, quality control guy Creed has to cover his ass. Yeah, Creed, your quality assurance. This is on you. And then he gets. He's like, and he says to the camera in his talking head, he's like. You know, every week I'm supposed to meet their floor manager, and the one year I decide not to it's show up. It's the wording. <laughs> yeah. The wording. You're like, wait a minute. I never caught that. When I first listened to it, I thought he's supposed to inspect it yearly, and this yeah. year he didn't. But it's supposed to be inspected weekly, yeah. and he hasn't been there in a year. It's just so fucking funny when you realize. I never caught that in how many watch-throughs. So, yeah, that's another one. Um, also, those bean, those things that he eats that make him smell like death, like yeah. that, I, I forgot about that, and those are real, and they yeah. smell so fucking bad. Like, yeah. Um, what else? What else? Anyways, so the, other, the thing that I'm learning in this watch-through um, for me, is is the concept is the uh, the way they work in Jim and Pam's relationship and Angela, Andy, Dwight, tr Trinity relationship, yeah. and the way they work in all these things and and how they come. You know, like I'm I'm really looking big picture because I'm whipping through a season in a night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, not a whole season. There's 20 episodes, but you know, half season a night, something like that. They're only 20 minute episodes. So I, I just watch for about three or four hours. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. knocking three or four hours, chunks out at a time. And I've got other things. I, I just have it on in the back while I'm doing a hundred other things. But then now and then, you know, I'll get a, a really good episode, like the beach episode or like the one where they go to do the, um, they're going, they're, they're being dissolved. So they have to go and fucking Michael goes up and he gets everybody chair cheering and everything by the end of it. And then they go into the hotel and he's like, they're like, now what are we going to do? You got them. You told them in three months, we're going to have this. But he's like, well, don't you have a plan like that? Those episodes, I have to stop. I have to stop and I actually have to stare at them and, and, and be like, take them in. But it's just the concepts of like, 
I remember that when I first watched the the Office, I felt like the Jim and Pam relationship got dragged out. Even though, well, now, this time now watching through, it wasn't. It was perfectly timed. R- the Roy exit, him putting it all out on the line, then him coming back with a new girl, and then them getting together at the end, and then her going to New York for school, and then him proposing. That that from there to there, that is is it's. It's perfect timing. Like I, I used to think it got drug dragged out, but it's not. It's it's very very good, and I love it. And it's weird how it takes four years for Jim and Pam to fully come to the to the proposal section, which is just really the beginning of the relationship when they have kids and stuff. But I just you know I I'm taking that and I'm like okay, maybe I should take this and apply it to my own relationship a little bit. You know what I mean? Or relationships or whatever. You know, hoping this one's the last one. Be nice if this was the last one. That'd be really cool. <laughs> I'm tired of this. But yeah, like you know, it'd be cool if. Uh, it's just the way they do stuff. I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of in my own head. I'm like, so like this a year and a half from now, I should be at that point in my head. And I'm like, yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just like, that's kind of why I watch TV. I like to take a lot of it and apply it to my own life. You know, yeah. I watch TV because uh, I'm in a bad place or a good place. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm trying to relate. You know, that's what media is for me. It's, it's not so much background as it actually influences my mood. If I, I, you know, I'm, I'm in get a good job mode now, you know, I'm, I'm doing side work and doing the supersonic auto thing, but I'm still out. I'm looking for local stuff that, you know, something that's in the area. So I'm watching the office because it's a show about work. It's about going to work. You know what I mean? I thought it was a good show to start watching when I was like, you need to focus on getting a job that you're going to like and want to stay at this year because this run your own business. Well, Justin sells us to communists isn't working. So just go work somewhere yeah. until the auto industry collapses. But, but I mean, either or Justin either stops way, selling us to the Chinese. One, one of the tougher things that's hard for you to swallow is sometimes you got to just deal with the shit that you, that yeah, but you're I don't. shoveled. I know. Yeah. But you're, that's the problem is, is that you can do that. I can, I'll punch him out. I'll be up on charges. I'll be fucking, they'll take my license. Yes. I'll fucking not, kill the next person. I will fucking the kill the next person that screams at me in the middle of an Amazon warehouse at the top of their lungs. <laughs> like I'm six years old. Well, I'm going to grab him by the throat and I'm going to feed him my fucking fist until I'm not only fired, but I'm on assault charges. And that's why I'm not doing that. Mark, I'm removing myself from this. I'm tired of, it. I'm 35 and no one's going to talk to me like that anymore i'm I'm sorry yeah i'm too fucking good smart and valuable as an employee and as i'm starting to choke up emotional to do it anymore Mm -hmm. i can't do it when i was 25 and people talked to me like that i was like i am a stupid kid i am learning you know i'm i'm I'm, I'm, i gotta take this i gotta take my you gotta take your knocks you know you can't just expect the world to fall to your knees you gotta put in the time and i've done dude i've done it i'm I'm not a young man to be shit on anymore i've done the i've done the the 12 hours i've done the kiss the boss's ass i've done the work your way up and be manager i've done the get your license i've done the big dealership with 100 guys i've done the top tier dog and everybody's my bitch and i'm telling people what to do and making schedules i've done that all. No one's going to scream and yell at me like I'm six. It's not going to happen. Well, I will I mean, find another job then. Well, then it's it's a matter of just being smart then, not blowing your top and then actually taking the proper steps to get that person who's screaming at you. Oh, shit. dude, and I, that's an, I'm, I can argue with this all day. I've done that. You don't work in my industry, so you don't know. In fact, yours is worse. You are, you just, you, you, you can handle being walked on and it doesn't bother you. And I won't be walked on. It bothers me. That's the difference between us. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. You've got kids. So you're like, I'm going to get walked on so I can feed them. I don't have kids and I chose not to have them so I could say, fuck you and leave the job. That's the difference. It's just life choices. You are way more responsible and smarter and a way better person than me. A hundred percent. Never fucking doubt that. We all know it. 
I am just, I went to therapy for a lot of years and they say, dude, you need to get better at removing yourself from situations where you're going to end up in the loony bin. So that's what I do. Instead of screaming and yelling and knocking the boss out, I'm just looking for another job. So that's why I'm out there right now going, is this the place you're going to stay? I can't just take whatever. If I had two kids that I had to feed, yeah, I would just take whatever, but I won't take whatever because I don't have that. So I'm trying to get in a position where I take something and try and do that like Jim and Pam and build a life. Jim did fuck around at work and lose his mind and quit and walk out and kiss Pam when he shouldn't have and do all that stuff. Not, I'm not, obviously it's not the same as being a crazy bipolar person. I'm just saying he did, he was a lot more reckless and he went out there and put himself out there a lot and fucked around with Dwight and did risky shit to Dwight that could have got him fired. Once he had that kid and married Pam, did he do that shit? It wasn't as bad. Not He'd never fuck with Dwight in the same ways. He never took the same risks. He was a lot more careful after he had got, got Pam in his pocket, got her, put a ring on it, and knocked her up. He was a lot more careful. So I don't have a girl knocked up with a ring on it and all that shit. I had all that, and it's not the knocked up part. I had all that, and it all fell apart. So at this point, when I go for round two, I, it needs to work. So I need the job to be one that I want to stay at and I need the relationship to be one I want to stay in. So, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Last time I was like, this girl is awesome. I'll take the first one that seems to want to do this thing. Because not a lot of girls want to get married and have kids at 17, 18. And I found one that did. So I was like, I'll roll with this. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have just taken, you know, what I thought was good. I also shouldn't have just taken what I thought in the auto industry. I took a lot of jobs and took a lot of shit in the mouth and in the face because I was like, well it's available and I'm young and maybe this is, maybe I, this is as good as it gets, but I've been around enough now to know that when some guy's screaming at you in the middle of the Amazon warehouse about something that you already know is, is you're, you're right about, you know, he's just an old angry baby boomer that doesn't like technology. You're like, this isn't for me. I, I've made a mistake. I shouldn't be here. And I've made a mistake being here. I should be this guy's boss. And until I am, I need to get my shit together. So this entire time, the two things you didn't see was one, I've had something that's just... I did. I was just... It's, it's wedged in my gut. I was I waiting to see when you were going to be like, okay, driving, I'm, I'm driving me nuts, yeah. And then the other thing was that for a small while there, Alex had this pump that he was just inflating my head. <laughs> oh really no just because i thought that my tone made it seem like i was trying to come off better than you but no i truly look up to your ability to shut the fuck up and do what you need to do i can't bro maybe i was beat too much as a kid maybe it's the bipolar maybe it's the daddy issues you know daddy wasn't around so i i i don't i feel a severe lack of control when i don't have control about my life i get very fucking mad you know when a girl leaves me i get mad because i'm not in control if i leave you it's upsetting but i can handle it if you leave me i'm fucking livid because i can't control it if your landlord kicks you out sorry you gotta go you've had that i know you've had it a few times sorry you yeah. gotta go for there i'm selling the house roommate left now you don't have enough money for rent whatever the situation is how mad are you now you're like i have no i don't know where i'm gonna live next month yeah. and it's not in my control and i already have a job and kids to deal with fuck though i those moments for me i know that they're too much that's when i'm gonna go off and fucking lose it so i i gotta take things one at a time you know I got to make the job thing. You got to tackle it and I got to think about it and really do a good job at finding the right one because then the relationship and the podcast and my music, it'll all benefit from the job. If I hate my fucking job and I got some fat piece of shit guy screaming at me at the, in the middle of the warehouse, my, I'm going to be a prick on the podcast. I'm going to get, I'm going to do what I did at fucking end of Christmas. I'm going to call you going, I can't fucking do this and lose my mind and be, because every other factor in my life has fucked me in the ass. This one suffers. You know, I know that that's how I work yeah. and I know, 
a lot of mentally ill people. If you've got borderline personality, if you've got multiple personality, if you've got anxiety, depression, if you've got any of these other things I'm talking about, you are with me on you and you get it too. You know, you, we're different. We, ha- we have to, and you, if you're, you know that meme that says it's not everyone's job to know your triggers and tiptoe around you? Like that's the only problem is that my community, I guess you could call them, of BP and BPD and bipolar and, and multiple personality and all that shit, we don't take that, we don't like that meme. We see it and we go, Grr! and we, we, you know what I mean? I, I, I love it because I'm like, they're right. I know I'm a fuck yeah. up and that I need to, it's not your fault that my life fell apart. I know that's not your fault. That's why I kissed your ass, suck your dick. I'm sorry, Mark, please. I was in a bad place. I'm doing better now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know that I'm garbage and I know that I get garbagey and all I can do is remove myself from situations that put me in that, you know, don't get stressed and don't be that way. And that's why I want to have a good job because I know that if my job is dope, I'll be on this podcast and I'll be, when I was at crown making money, how many good episodes did we cut? Fucking lots. I was tired. Yeah. But I was getting laid because I was with the girl that I was with now. So we were, you know, we were. I'm tired, but. Well, well you know, the, rela- getting some. the relationship was new in July, August, and September, and things were very fun. You know what I mean? Things are still great now. We're just, you know, we've been together for like six, seven months. So it's like, okay, you know, I'm fucking tired. Let's go to bed. <laughs> yeah. But either way, I'm just saying it's, it's, um, I would. Things are going really well, and the episodes reflected that, I feel. It was also summer. There's vitamin D. There's air, air's fresh. You know, it's cloudy and snowy and it's it's three months of five, four o'clock sun's <laughs> well, going you're down like the air is fresh and i'm outside looking at like look at this beautiful powder <laughs> no i know but it's you gotta you are a little weird in this way that the vitamin d deficiency and the nighttime early nighttime doesn't really affect you so much but excuse me 99.9 fucking percent of the population mark okay oh, yeah. we don't like it it does make us depressed and a little weirded out uh, with the world so i, I I I know that if I get if I get a shitty job that's just like whatever in this with with this lack of sunlight and all the things going on and the economy and how we all know things are are going to get more expensive yeah you know then I'm I'm going to fucking lose it uh, so I, I'd like to set it so, up so I have a decent job I was also going to say um the beer and wine tax that's coming in April yeah talk, can you talk about that do you know more about that than me no. I know. I just know that it's apparently it's a ju- it's April a just 1st. inflation yeah it's another just inflation part twenty eight. Um, and it's, a, uh, I believe 10% on every th- on and 14% on, uh, spirits, I think, or some, sh- you know what I mean? So 10% on beer, wine and 14 on other, which will, um, uh, in turn, because in Canada or not in Canada, but in specifically on Ontario, I'm not sure if you know this, but restaurants and bars don't get any special discount on beer and liquor. They buy it from the LC just like you do, but yeah. they can buy kegs. They get some supply. You can get supplier it's 6.3%. They're increasing it by 6.3. Right. So that's, that's hefty. Uh, if you don't know already more than half of your wine and beer and more than 60% of your spirits and, 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 uh, liqueurs is tax. Just so you know, yeah, 60 fucking percent. So that means that if you bought a $30 Jack Daniels bottle, that's a what? $14 bottle. That's a $13 and 95 American dollars in the States, but it's $30 here. Canadian. And I haven't even factored in that we're worth 78 cents on the American dollar, 75 cents on the American dollar right now. (laughs) I haven't even factored that in. So I'm just saying that's all. That's fucking ridiculous. So So, that comes in April. So so that's going to mean going out and having a drink with the boys. Harder to do. Yeah. You and me right here. Hey, cheers me up with our bush. You can't really hear the cheers on here. I'll hit the mic. Come, ap- like Come April, we're going to be drinking cranberry juice in the shop pot because <laughs> yeah. we won't be able to afford this. Because it's a natural diuretic. We're already fucking broke. Now we're going to, the bush is going to be out of budget. So in light of Unless what- bush wants to sponsor the shot pot. <laughs> 
the shot so in, in light of what you were saying with uh I mean, just job conditions, people yelling at you, as well as uh, as well as the economy. It, it makes for a good segue into talking about financing because more and more companies are doing financing. So even uh, the, even the company that I work for, we've uh, we've which is what what well, I, for somebody who hasn't listened before you. Well, no, no, I I, I mean I'm, I'm not saying I'm name carpet, them. I'm saying you I'm clean a, things. Yeah, I'm a carpet cleaner, but industrial, so you do big places. Yeah. Yeah, so I do uh, many commercial locations. Warehouses. Warehouses. Big offices. Uh, retail as well. And some rich people houses. Yeah. Cool. So. We, you use those big push machines, right? Or do you ride on? You have a ride on? Well, we've had a ride on, but we I mainly use the push on. Oh, why don't you get to use the ride on? Uh, the pushing's better. Oh, okay. The ride on one's too you, big and yeah, for most more, of what you, you do. more control, yeah. Yeah, put this motherfucker in a hockey rink with that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so financing options, uh, we've recently taken on the ability to finance now it's you gotta not, tell me the story so it's not necessarily for everybody so we have had <laughs> we have had story. clients uh who are like oh thank you i i couldn't afford it because we do run a higher end cleaning company uh, well you guys also i mean if mark's working for the company then you know the job's getting done right let's yeah. just say this <laughs> they know it's good and you have told me that people ask for you they've been like okay yep. you said they've sent someone else and they went Last time you sent someone there was a problem, can you do what you did the time before? And yeah. it's you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Mark Smith difference. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so his girlfriends say the same thing. <laughs> so there was a, there was a, a house that was like the entire main floor was mainly ceramics. And so uh, hard to clean, easy to clean. I, they can be hard to clean, but this one, it, it, it's, it's just a bigger process. Okay. So it, it's ultimately all the same as your, basically when you think of washing your hands and you put soap in your hands and, and you lather your hands, when you lather is the agitation and that, yeah. that suspends the soil that's on the surface of your hand up to the top and then you can rinse. So it's the same thing with cleaning. You put down your, your, your soap, your shampoo, whatever you agitate it, uh, which brings the soil up to the top and then we power wash it away and neutralize it. It's actually an interesting science behind cleaning. I've had to, I took, they make, in, it's weird that you're talking about some stuff that they taught us too. We're kind of crossing here because when we clean rotors and stuff, they brought, they showed us in a class why we break clean a rotor and why guys who don't do it are fucking idiots. And it's the same thing. It's the, the dirt and the oils and whatever's used in shipping has to come up off, this, yeah. off the service because otherwise the first thing the pad touches, which immediately digs, a, what's that called when you take a, a disc and you, you scratch it? You carve it. I don't know. It, you know, whatever that's called. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to think of the adjective. But yeah, it immediately blemishes it or fucks it all yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, same kind of thing. I mean, they, and they bitched at us about it. And it's the same. They showed us little soap molecules and how they work. <laughs> it's yeah. actually pretty cool technology. And then some of the things that the, the cleaners you have, how they react yep. is even cooler. Yep. It's actually kind of complicated, your business, if you want to get into, like, if you were the one who made the chemicals, bought the chemicals, who's got the better ones? Yeah. Like, you can get deep into yeah. this shit. You really can. Uh, so, but when you're doing uh, carpet cleaning, uh, you most often like would have- Like when you clean my carpet. You most often would have a, a neutralizer for the alkaline in your water tank as, as you're, you're extracting, you're rinsing the water, which you've is already fine. lost me. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, though. Uh, for the people but, who know about acidity- yeah, and then, uh, but when you're doing uh, tiles, you have that extra step where you're power washing away, and then you have to neut neutralize the floor, and then you're also doing a final mop afterwards. So if you're doing that, uh, so anyways, it's more steps, it's more per square foot uh, of the job, and uh, and so because it costs more per square foot, obviously the price is going to be higher because we're a higher end company. I, I, Not everybody can afford it. So that's, I don't want to grill you too hard, but like, what's a 
what's a normal number? Like you have you you get you hand customers their bill. Uh yeah yeah. Can you talk about like what's a what's one of the highest bills that you've ever handed a customer, and what's like a normal bill that you would handle a customer? Like one of your more common numbers, like a gra- like a G note is a common bill a G note, or uh, and have you ever seen uh, ten grand? Like what kind of numbers? We we've seen ten grand on uh, big commercial jobs. Like, yeah, there's a, like a there's, Costco style place. Well, there's there's a hotel in uh, Toronto, and there's a specific type of fiber that everybody in the industry wants to avoid. But we're, okay. we're just dumb enough that we're like, no, we'll take on this challenge. Oh, you guys yeah. are the, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, so I feel like I'm guys. that mechanic, you know? Oh, you don't like, nobody likes doing timing chains on the 3.5 double turbo F-150. I'll fucking line three of those up. It's funny that you say that because my boss has a. Ah, a double chain. turbo <laughs> F-150? He's, he's got a timing chain issue on his F-150. Do you want to try and mess? I'm very good at them. I used to literally line them up three at a time at, at Ford. T- t- give him my info. I'll yeah, give him okay. a good price if he wants a cheap guy. If he wants to fucking take to the dealership and let them bend him over with no lube, then by all means. Yeah. But if he does it with me, he'll get a good price and I'll get it done right. Yeah. Me selling myself, selling that ass. Here I am selling that ass. <laughs> but but anyways. so okay. So anyways, uh, we're I'm doing this floor that's basically all ceramics, and because uh, it's it's higher end, it costs a lot more. So she actually reached out to us and asked if we had a financing option. We're like. We do. We just yeah. started it. So uh, over the <laughs> interesting, th- you should say that <laughs> over the course of three payments, you can pay off the job. She was like, "Oh, perfect, that works." Or out. you could just let three of the guys who work here triple team you and call it <laughs> yeah. even, right? Yeah. That's what I. If I ran the business, I would offer multiple option payments. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Yeah, but okay, but we've also extended this option to some higher end clients, but and and they, I don't know, they're. They're so pompous and stuck up that we we just get the attitude. We just get the what you think we can't fucking afford it. It's like nobody yeah. fu- nobody said you couldn't afford it. We're just showing you that there are other. Reminds options. me of the god pigeon thing from Animaniacs. What do you think I'm too fucking poor? No, 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 no. I, no. I just think you're really funny. Oh, I'm a fucking joke. I'm a fucking joke to you. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it's not that you're a joke. I just think that you've got a really good sense of humor. Oh, I'm senseless now. Only sense I have is humor. Okay, <laughs> right, that kind of. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Would you like to find it? Oh, I need finance. Like I'm a fucking peasant now because you saw my loafers. <laughs> no, you live in a mansion. <laughs> I was just told by my boss I had to offer it. Get the fuck out of here. You retarded. I'm a millionaire. No, yeah, that's funny. But can we just stop for a second and just, just, just get, gasp at how there's only two people left on the planet. The ones who are like, um... Can I pay later? <laughs> and the ones who are like, did you just fucking ask me if I could pay later, you peasant piece of shit? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. There's no, has you ever had anybody go, well, that's pretty cool. No, I'm okay. I can pay, but that's really cool you're offering that. Probably not. No. Probably just thank God or fuck off with that. Yeah. Right? Like, and I build that is. Uh, let's just I need I hate to, I know I'll do this every episode maybe at some point we'll get the shot pod nerd the wiki shot pod guy that sits there and goes clicking like actually in episode 43 Alex you said this you know that guy and he's gonna take clips of every one of these little situations we talk about where it's like that and, and when you put them all together it's every little facet of society is seeing this big change do, 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 do. economy wins fatality <laughs> I was yeah I was listening to that episode and I thought a few times I thought if we took pieces of the episode we could probably make our own clip out of it because we had a couple good ones when <laughs> we cupped the mic Mike by the way Mike cupping I, I hate to say this and I think Mark would agree me and Mark 
as guys who've been on playing on stage on shitty 58s all the way down to apex 20s for most of our lives we know how to make a mic sound like we can cup it or push it or move where our mouth is so that we can sound like anything i can sound like fucking ozzy i can sound like daddy lee uh, you know just by where i put the mic and I mean, bend my voice a bit i'm sure everybody's heard that like even when you're uh when you're mimicking bane or even uh, paul daniels riddler <laughs> 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 oh yeah that he, he, he talks like a dick he's got a dick in the mouth though I, the Paul Dano guy you just take two fingers right like this like you're about to finger make it go just stick them right on, under your tongue oh, Batman and you sound like Paul Dano's Riddler you know it's disgusting like a dick in the mouth anyways no but to, yeah it, it's we're good at that and I think it comes from years of you know you're at the show and you're taking trying taking dicks in the mouth right? <laughs> Years of dicks in the mouth. No, years of shows where they had really bad mics and you weren't turned up enough. Yeah. So you're like, if anyone's going to hear me, I better do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, it's, it, it can be fun. And I also do it with um, like MIA's Paper Planes. Like I'll play that and I loop it and then I go, all I want to do. And I go, well, I do it like a with my guitar so it sounds like and then I take my hands off of it and take your money all I want and then back to the cup and it's like sounds like a, there's another person like it's it's like I'm like this and then I'm like this and then we're like this and this guy's but then I'm actually talking like this and then hey hey what's going on with you and I'm what's going on with you oh there's really not what's going on I was thinking just the other day what were you thinking the other day I was thinking that you should shut the fuck up don't fucking tell me to shut the fuck up I want to come over there you come over that's one person yeah. but if you cup the mic properly you'd swear there was a team of people on stage and me and Mark are good with that stuff so yeah fucking respect it respect the game out there that's all we're saying Sometimes we like to toot our own horns because no one else will. <laughs> Anyways, what else you got? What else you got in uh, there? We're, we're, I'm going to discuss uh, a couple TV shows now. Have you heard of uh, Mayor of Kingstown? No. You got me there. And I'm pretty... I, fuck you. Why, how do you keep pulling the wool over my eyes with this? Because I feel like I know a lot about what's going on in media. I'm kind of ignoring the world because it's fucked. But yeah, I'm trying to keep up with media. So, you got me. So it's Jeremy Renner's new show. It's on Paramount+. Plus. I love Jeremy. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's Paramount+. Plus. That's yeah. why. Shit. Yeah. I got to get that. So uh, one thing... Um, so... Watching the mayor of Kingstown starring Jeremy Renner, who, by the way, was in that horrible snowplow accident and will apparently yeah. be off for two years needing multiple surgery. He fucked himself up good while helping a family member get free from being stuck in the snow. And uh, I, Did he you up, hear her, the, like, the step-by-step? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> number one, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> number two, well, well, but number two, I've been in that, like, it's snowing, let's just get it done. Yeah, I've been there, and yeah. In it, the way the accident happened, the machine... He's, su he's such a good dude. The, he was just the, trying to be a good dude. Yeah, the machine isn't supposed up. to do what it did. Oh, it's not supposed to be... I thought he left it in drive. No. So it, it wasn't supposed to. So the uh, the company that made the cat machine or whatever, it's probably uh -huh. it's probably going to be in a little bit of. Uh, Are you all good? You know what? It's a shame it happened to Jer, but yeah. the fact it did is good because if they're making fucking snowplows that are doing that kind of shit and getting away with it. If then then the guy like Jeremy gets run over, now you're not getting away with it. Yeah. I like that it was someone famous that got fucked up, so that they will be held responsible because yeah. everyone in the world's watching now. So yeah. Caterpillar better get their shit together. I don't like these companies making. It's it's a big issue right now because everyone's looking to make everything cheaper, less quality, less people. Everyone who works for you is disgruntled and paid <laughs> underpaid, and and it's not getting you. Your sub is is cold, and your cats aren't aren't plowing properly. It doesn't you know and everything in between. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. So, sorry. Uh, ahead, so the show is about Kingstown, a small town with about nine prisons around it. Now, there's an actual mayor, but Jeremy Renner gets called mayor because he more or less runs it. By running it, I mean rather than uh, gangs and uh, in the neighborhood being crazy and uh, and 
and uh, being crazy deaths in the prison, he creates a so-called balance. He makes deals with prisoners and makes deals with cops on the outside, but he, he doesn't break the law. He just bends it enough that oh, it so works. He's, ba- he's a badass in this. So I love it what works for everybody. Yeah, and, and he is the, he's go- the best badass. He is the go-to guy. So do you know... Um, so he kind of plays like an old gangster. Like, I fucking run this shit. I've been here forever. Kind of, yeah. Because he's but, getting old. Well, 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 he kind of plays... First off, there, there's another mayor of Kingstown and it's uh do you do you remember who uh the actor was in Peter Jackson's King Kong when they're going to Skull Island to make the movie the actor guy Okay yeah 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 I he do He was also Netflix bloodline show whatever but anyways he was he was the first guy and then he gets capped and then the okay. responsibility falls on Jeremy Renner but Jeremy Renner was this guy's brother, and he was, and Jeremy Renner is the muscle. He's like, all right. Oh, this, so the this, muscle becomes the head honcho. Yeah, which is oh, interesting. Okay, and I mean, this is, sounds like this role was written for this guy. Uh, yeah. Fuck, I love. So uh, I'll be honest, man. I would honestly say Jeremy might be one of my faves. He, I even liked his Born movie. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. He had a good Born movie. He's uh, he's always upfront. Like he's brutally honest. The FBI yeah. had uh, was working with his brother. Uh, his brother was an informant, and then after his brother dies, the FBI visits him and is all like, "So uh, your brother was a CI, and we want to know." It's like, okay, just give me the check. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll just do it. Just give me the check. All right, how much is the check first off? Okay, is this much? Okay, just give it to me and whatever. And like he'll even openly admit to the cops, yeah, I'm a CI for the FBI. <laughs> like, <it's laughs> fuck, he's, just, he's just honest, no fucks given. That's cool. Yeah. Interesting. The reason why I brought this up, uh, the second episode of the show, there's a young lady who's trying to convince Jeremy's character to help her save her brother who's up on death row in a guarded cell set to be executed. Jeremy Renner says he can't help that situation and told her to look into her brother's eyes and smile so her smile will be the last thing he sees. But she can't accept that. So he then says, we'll look, uh, we'll look at uh, the family up there. Uh, look at the family. They're also watching him die because he shot up a bus stop and killed somebody. Now this, is, now, this is my gripe, not with the show, but you can watch thousands of court videos, and the second sentencing is passed for a criminal, quite often they have family there that will cry and moan that their kin is going to jail. Regardless of what their kin did, they will look at the family of the victim as the villains, and that's what drives me crazy. Like, it happens every day in court TV. Sometimes you can just... You, you can actually Google, like... Are you saying you sentenced. don't like it when they vilify the parents and loved ones of the victim? Yes. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. I'm with you on that. That's that's that thing, eh? It should, yeah, it is a thing. Yeah, it's I've seen it. Like, now that if, I think if, about it, I do. I have seen it. If your kid did something shitty and ended up killing somebody... Rather than, like, blaming the victims seeking justice. Right. <laughs> you know, you should be like, I, I okay, yeah, my, my kid my kid's fucked a piece up. Of I'm shit. sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I guess, I don't know. That's that's a tough one, though. You know, because... I mean, I mean be, nobody wants to see their kid go away, but... No, but I'm just, yeah, but it's, it's just tough because it's like, I don't know. That's, in that type of situation, I think I just, like, move to Fiji you know I just feel like I can't do this yeah. I can't if I love you I'm a piece of shit if I hate you I'm a piece of shit I'm going to Fiji yeah. I can't do it so, you know? so at the end in this episode she still hires Jeremy Renner not to try to get her brother off but to be a, a, a consultation God, I hate when they use that lingo in the law world yeah but just to be a, a, a consultation expert. So like when... when consultation. A consultationist? Yeah. So, so like, you know, uh, the guy's in there to get lethal injection. And when it's about to happen, 
the guy says uh, because it's a, a Latino family. Mm. Jeremy Renner says to the girl that hired him, "Tell your mom to look away right now," and then she'll look away. It's like this is going to be hard for you to watch. Yeah. So, so I, and like I love that aspect of it because in the end he's like, you know, I can't help it. But the show, it, I mean, it deals with some very sensitive shit. So there is the last episode that I saw. There was a meth dealer who who made a meth lab in his trailer. And at the beginning of the episode, it shows Was it his, a mobile trailer. It shows his five-year-old kid playing with toys, and it shows uh, his girlfriend passing out. But she's got a cigarette sitting in the ashtray, and it falls out of the ashtray into the garbage, which is right next to a a, a jug of acetone. Nice. And it causes it to blow up, and it and it kills the kid and the woman. Okay. So when when the cops show up and they find the body of a five-year-old child, the cops lose it. They're like, oh, my God, we want this guy. We want this guy who did it. So they get the criminals, and the cops are looking for Nobody. This, for this one guy, this this one meth dealer. Yeah. This meth dealer shows up on Jeremy Renner's front porch, and Jeremy Jeremy Renner's like, I want to kill you myself, man. Like, And and this guy explains, like, I didn't do it on purpose. You yeah. know, it was... It, it's I, an accident. Yeah, it was an accident. That's why we don't keep acetone out. <laughs> Yeah. Me and Mark, when we're making meth, our acetone is all straight to the laundry room. Yeah. Mark, what's this out over here? Is this acetone back to the laundry room? And Mark yeah, exactly. goes, I'm sorry, Alex. Yeah, exactly. We're very good with this. So that's so Jeremy. By Renner the way, we're says, just we're just joking, okay? Yeah, that not actual. I'm the one that leaves it out. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeremy Renner says the best chance you have right now is to turn yourself into the cops because if you turn yourself in, you can you'll be protected be put, in jail. You'll be put in protective custody. Yep. Until until yep. until uh, you're given like the death sentence, whatever. Oh right, the yeah. death penalty, whatever. Then, yeah. Okay, but so this guy, oopsie daisy, he takes it as advice. He goes to turn himself in, but before the cops even register him as turning himself in, he's like, "This is the guy. That's the guy. Put him in your squad car. Drive around the around the block. Come back here with him to to make it look yeah. like the cops busted him. So the cops bust him. He gets put in Gen Pop. And then and then they arrange for him to get beat in mm. beat in the gym. Yeah, now, Jeremy they probably Renner, shanked. Yep, by like everybody. By now, the way, okay, I, can but, I just, hang on? Okay, hang sorry, on. go ahead. So Jeremy Renner, he says he doesn't want this to happen because this is the cops making a deal with the devil because it's the cops want this guy caught. Well, now that the, now that he's caught, now that he's being dealt with, literally every criminal that's helping with this wants a favor. Right. It's a deal with the devil. Okay, that's... Dude, I'm kind of like, shut up. I want to watch this it's now. It's such a fucking amazing <laughs> good. show. How many episodes are to it? This is only the first two? <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah. fucking with me? Th- this is this is into the like the third episode. I watched it. Okay, three. and they're supposed to be, what, 10 this season, you think? Uh, I think so, and and uh, season two just came out. Oh, my God. Okay, so this is... His so se- it's still a new show, so Fuck it's still... Yeah. And Renner's... Is he a showrunner? Like, is he in the production and everything, too? Like, he usually is? He's usually balls deep in his projects. Probably, I know he was like a big... It's, it's he was... With of, Hawkeye, he was a producer and everything. It's one of his projects, so probably, yeah. I'm all, You know what? I'm fucking sold, man. I, I'm, we all know I don't have Paramount Plus, so shit's gonna have to happen. <laughs> shit's gonna have to get creative. But either yeah. way, yeah. Um, fuck, that's really cool, dude. Um, I... Finally, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I have uh, ready to go. I have Shorzy. Yeah. I'll let you know how it is. Yeah. And the la- newest Letter Candy season. And I have, um, oh, uh, The Last of Us. But I heard 
that The Last of Us ends from my roommate, that it ends on a pretty big cliffhanger at the end of episode one. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. I want two or three episodes out, and then I'll watch them. So I'm going to wait till there's like the episode three, and then I'll watch the three, first three. And then, then after watching the three, if I'm like, okay, this is for me, and then I'll stick with it. If I watch the block of three and I don't like it, I think I will. There's though. only going to be nine episodes. The, uh, That's the, okay. The showrunner said, like, we can tell the story perfectly in nine. Yeah, and an hour a piece, 44, what is it, 48 minutes, 49 minutes a piece? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good stuff. Um, if we're in the media mode and we're talking about that, you got more? You got more media yes, stuff? Yes. Keep rocking it, man. Keep rocking it. We got have, you fucking... heard, have you heard anything of that 90s show? Okay, I've actually seen some of it. So okay. it's been out for a little while, I thought. Um, like no, it just came out on the 19th. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, there was definitely clips for days because I've been watching clips of it online okay. way before the 19th. So they've got they've done a good job promoting it because yeah. I feel like I've already watched an episode. <laughs> but I definitely, once it came out, um, took a peek at some of it. It's, so, it's well done. It's well written. It's banking on, but I, I think there's a lot of banking. There's a lot of, yeah. oh, look, Topher Grace walked in. Yeah. Is that him? That's his name, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when it comes to the kids. I'm also really weirded out with, with, uh, Fucking the girl that was fourteen when she was fucking, what's her name? Mila Kunis. Is yeah. it weird to see her back on the set of a show that they talk about some dark shit happening? Yeah. So in that '70s show, not a single character in that '70s show was not enjoyable. Jackie was that shopaholic that talked too much, was dumb, but that was her character. Also clingy and possessive of Kelso, uh, who played the really good-looking but really dumb guy who thought he was tough. Hyde was the government's out to get him, didn't have parents, rebel attitude stoner. Fez was hilarious, innocently uneducated exchange student. Uh, and don't forget, stereotype immigrant. Yeah. <laughs> Donna was the empowered female who doubted herself but rose to the occasion. And Eric was the scrawny, nerdy kid that surprisingly that we all connected got with. the girl. In we there. all connected yeah. with little old Eric. So in that 90s show, the, I, the, like the one of the first scenes would have made you so proud. And that's, okay, it's not the first scene. Uh, it's it's a little bit into it, actually. Um, when Eric's daughter decides that she wants to stay with Red and Kitty, mm -hmm. Eric loses his mind, and he says, Leia Tatooine Foreman. And, uh, and Donna's like, that's not her middle name. Her middle name is this. And Eric's like, we didn't agree on that. <laughs> but, like, just the Star Wars reference. Yeah. So Eric's daughter's name is Leia. Okay. For real? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I love Star Wars, but Padme is the only name that my daughter's getting. <laughs> so, uh, Leia Tatooine Foreman. Not, I'll be honest not, with you. An actual tribute would be to call your daughter Carrie because Carrie's dead. Yeah. That would be a cool. I, that I would do. And, and people would say, oh, why'd you name her Carrie? But I, I, literally because of Leia, because of a Carrie Fisher reference. People would say that's really cool. Yeah. I bet you that's happening a lot. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, calling, sorry, go ahead. In that 90s show, you've got Leia Tatooine Foreman, uh, not her official middle name. Tatooine that, is the middle fucking name? Yeah, that's up uh, to Eric and Donna to debate. Uh, but she plays a 14, soon-to-be 15-year-old girl new to dating and just exploring her teenagehood. Mm -hmm. Gwen, a half-black character or black character, has a white brother, and uh, the distinction is different fathers from same mother. Uh, the only reason I enjoyed that story is because... 
the divorce rate of the world is 50-50. Parker, my son, has a brother with a different father. And I feel that is more common in this day and it's age. It's super common. It's, I'll be honest, it is uncommon to find a family where everybody is a blood 100% relative. Yeah. It's just mom, dad, brother, sister. Yeah. You don't see that. Where, the only place you see that is immigrants, people who, came, who weren't born here. Yeah. If you were born here, that's not the way we do it anymore. Now... Who's right and wrong in that situation? I, I'm jealous of the foreigners. I'm jealous of the people who come here from Trini and who come here from Muslim countries and who come here from places where if your grandma's sick, you move that bitch in and you feed her and you take care of her in the basement. You know, white people don't do that. And, you know, I'm not, it's saying, I guess it's kind of ignorant to say white people do that. Just Canadian-born people don't do that for yeah. the most part. If you weren't born here, then, yeah, you take care of your own. We need to bring that, get that back, I think. We need to get that sense of family and community back if we're ever going to... So Jay, Jay Kelso is confusing. He's Michael Kelso and Jackie's, uh, his mom. So he, like he's Kelso and Jackie's kid. Now Jay plays. I, I hate that they made him like, he, he's the same. The guy that Ashton Kutcher plays is still like, his, he's literally not matured a fucking day since the, since the 70s show. Like I don't, I, I thought he, he was the only one of the characters that kind of annoyed me. I was like. He's fucking irritating. Oh, he's His kid character. would literally be selling cocaine out of the back of a stolen car in real life. If he had, <laughs> if he was like, yeah, go out and get that pussy, son. Like the way he is in the show, his kid would be a fucking gangbanger. Like I, I'm not about it. I think it's kind of silly. Well, so, I mean, that's what's so confusing is uh, Jay plays dumb sometimes, but then other times he isn't dumb. Yeah. He's the ladies' man of the show, but a little bit of a player. Yeah. And apparently has a good head on his shoulders. It doesn't make then, sense. But then goes back to playing dumb. Um, that's what I'm saying. They I'm, confuse me with that, that character. Maybe they'll flush it out. It's early in the, you know, we only got a few episodes out. They'll flush yeah. him out. Or they won't. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. So, and then there's this little Asian kid, and I mean, I'm... I hope that everybody understands when I say it's not because of this person's orientation. <laughs> okay. So this little Asian kid, his name is Ozzy. Uh, and he's in a few scenes, he actually sounds like Cartman, but in the rest of the show, he's got the most annoying voice yeah. that, that's on any TV show currently. And it's that's a, so that's, fucking annoying. He plays a gay character, and that's fine. Uh, he, like, he just needed to not talk. But, like, <laughs> people are actually giving uh, Kitty credit for uh, when, he, when he, he said that. So he had this, this like, step plan as to how uh, he should be coming out. So, like, coming out to random strangers over the phone where, uh, like, he just call a random number and be like, oh, sorry, wrong number. And, by the way, I'm gay. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> okay. but, but then he had to come out to an adult that he knows as per his plan, and so it, it's arranged that it's Kitty. And throughout the show, it looks like Kitty's not going to handle it too well, but okay. she ends up she ends up handling it fine. Would have been way funnier if he came out to Foreman. Sorry. Or Red, <laughs> to Red. Is that to Red? Yeah, I don't know if he would be so forgiving. That for would have been a scene. Yeah. Coming out to Kitty, that's easy. Anybody could do that. Um, <laughs> a real man, a real gay, comes out to Red, goes, yeah. guess what? I like dicks! Right like that. Right? And he's just like, well, all right then. <laughs> or something. And then they shake hands and that's the end of it. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Good stuff, but yeah. Yeah. So Nate is Gwen's brother. He's a dumb jock who, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, they definitely styled his hair to resemble Kelso. So I thought this was Kelso's kid before I thought yeah, yeah, yeah. that Jay was Kelso's I did the kid. kid mistake thing with every one of them. I was yeah. like, oh, it's so. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I did that every time. So he's a dumb jock who's most commonly seen making out with his girlfriend, Nikki, but has no concept of his future. He's not just a dumb jock. Like, I feel 
the dumb jock from our generation compared to the dumb jock of this generation is different by years of separation. Like Nate's dumb jock is meant to entertain children. That's, that's how I feel. Like there were so many aspects of that 90s show that I felt like I was watching a kid show and I yeah. didn't, and I didn't like that. I, 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 okay. I, I kind of didn't want to say that because excuse me, I feel this way about this is what separates the sitcom men from the boys. You know what I mean? I think that the office and certain sitcoms community and stuff that we talk about have a, give you a certain bit of credit as the audience. Yeah. You, and then I, I don't like friends because I, I feel the same way you're talking about that 90s show with friends. I love it and it's got its moments, but I, there's times where I feel like I'm watching a fucking kid show. Like I could predict the next line in the script because it's just, it's like, oh, so they're going to do an episode where this happens. You can tell within the first few frames of it. Yeah. Oh, this is where we're going with the story. I've seen this a thousand times at a hundred different shows, but we're going to do it here. Now, friends was the first ones to do it. So that's why maybe why I feel like that. They started this kind of, but yeah, I, I think that sitcoms that don't make you feel like, they make you feel smart. You're like, uh, oh, I didn't see that. Oh, shit. If you never get an I didn't see that coming moment, then the show doesn't feel rewarding to the to the, to the the person you're entertaining, right? Don't yeah. you like feeling rewarded a little bit when you're yeah. like, ah, I didn't see that coming. You got me. Yeah. I like to say, you got me. I didn't see that this guy's mom was going to be this guy's dad or this was going to happen or whatever they want to do. I like a little bit of, ah! But then we were talking about like the Metal Gear Solid with the Big Boss clone thing there's a point where i'm like okay you're trying to fuck with me too much yeah so yeah come on i would like to but it's new like maybe yeah. they flesh it out a bit and they do something crazy then you have uh nikki nikki is the girlfriend to uh always making out with nate until she realizes she wants to think about her future she's very outspoken in the high in the basement scenes and like probably th the most memorable scene is like you have donkey kong but he's a gorilla and like that's that's like the biggest thing Whoa. yeah yeah, and, and it actually, circles around. I'm not going to lie. I had a bowl before we started the podcast an hour and 12 minutes ago. Yeah. And even now, what? Yeah. So <laughs> was, it a, yeah. No, was it like a translation thing? Like, did they want to call it Gorilla Kong? But then, it, but it's Japan, right? So Japan, like, oh, uh, Ting Dao, which means we want to call him Gorilla Kong. And then somewhere it's like Gorilla and Donkey have similar symbols in Japanese. So it became Donkey Kong when they translated it. And they're like, they get that, they get all the promo material and the discs back or the cartridges. And it says Donkey. And they're like, no, it's supposed to get a Gorilla. You fucked it up. Oh, well, it's too late now. And then <laughs> yeah. out it goes and boom. Now Mario's yeah. and Nemesis is, is Donkey Kong instead of Gorilla know. Kong. I need to know, Mark. <laughs> I need to know. So Nikki's, she, she's often telling Leia to go after what she wants, while Gwen will constantly tell Leia, no, you need to do what's empowering for women. It's like, ugh. Okay, so yeah. And, and, and it Who's, Who makes the show? Is it Netflix? Netflix exclusive? Yeah. Okay. They're not usually leftist pushers or agenda pushers and some well, other stuff? I, I mean, they have been. They but, have been. But that's where they've also lost a lot of Do you remember that? What was that show with the little girls that were supposed to dance around that everybody was like, this is fucked up and then, uh, what was that I called? I don't remember what it's called. But do you remember that? I, yeah. I never saw, all I, I just remember seeing it bombard my feed with like, what the fuck? That, yeah. that was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so Nikki They've overall, never recovered. Nikki overall is the one that's always thinking about the future. So every right. time somebody in the show is all like, oh, well, you know, I want to live here in this moment forever. Nikki's like, well, you know, we're not going to be in this moment forever. So all these kids on the show together, they make a preteen show. Like, I would recommend this show for, for Taya. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she's 13? 
Yeah, she's 13 now, right? Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah 13 would be so, good. So that's that's what the 90s show feels like. It's it's about coming. It's the, the coming of age teenager story. Like it's Quick like question. first kiss with a boy. First How time. old were you when you watched that 70s show? Yeah, 13 is the answer for everybody listening. That 70s show? Yeah. Didn't that 70s show come out like 94, 95? No. Really? No. Fuck. When did it come out? 98? <laughs> I'm going to say the first episode of that 70s show was 1998. Uh, 98, yes. Woo! <laughs> no, Google, necessary. Yeah. Yeah, so you were, okay, so I was like 13. You were like 17, 17, 18. Yeah. So not that big of a difference. I mean, although the difference between 13 and 17 when you're a male is massive. I mean, I, at this point, I'm already into the drinking, smoking stage of my life. Okay, so which, did you appreciate that 70s show? I guess is what I'm asking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even because yeah. I didn't really, and I'm younger than you. But, yeah, but I mean, at that time, it, it was it was meant for people around my age that were drinking and smoking, just showing it in an earlier era. I watched it when I wasn't drinking and smoking, and by the and by the end of the show, I was, <laughs> and I not because of the show, but I mean like my in my life, I was 13 when it came out, and well, 11 or 12 actually, and then yeah, by the time it was seven or eight seasons, I think. Eight seasons total. Yeah. So by the time it was, and it was in syndication for a year or two after, like they always are. Yeah. So let's call it a decade. So from the time I was 13 till I was 23, it was relevant and on TV. Yeah. And I probably watched 10 episodes my whole life. I just, it wasn't for me. And then I remember reading about the Mia Kunis being 15 and shit. And uh, in like 2003 or four. And I was like, what the fuck? I was always a little weirded out by the whole thing. So anytime in that 90s show, when you see the original cast, you'll laugh your ass off. Yeah. Cause because, they still got it. Yeah. Well, they all, let's be real. Short of the rapist who's in jail. The rest of them are all fucking successful. He's actually actors. not in jail and I'm, and I'm going to get there. Yeah. Can we, I was, I don't know yeah. what's going on with him. Has he been like, have they dropped all that? Because they made him look it real was, bad. Declared as a mistrial, and I'll get to now, that. Now, okay, so we'll, I yeah. would love to hear about that because I don't know if he's. He, I put he's not an Ezra um, Ezra Miller situation where it's like this guy's fucked. No, he no, just no, keeps no, doing no. it. No. Okay, good. No. But he's so, not on the show, right? No, he's not on the show because no, of all this and, stuff. Yeah, and and they don't even reference him. So uh, anytime you see the wow. original cast, you'll laugh your ass off. Red Kitty, Eric, Donna, Kelso, Jackie, Fez, Bob, and Leo is. Uh, they all bring their hilarious antics to the show, and then. Sherry, who's played by Andrea Anders, uh, she's Gwen and Nate's mom. And she has this weird accent. It's not quite like a Minnesota accent, but it's close to. Minnesota. Too. But her character is also good. Like, all the grown-up characters are good. Tamara has a theory that Gwen is supposed to be the daughter of Hyde because in uh, multiple episodes in that 70s show, we find out that Hyde is half black because his father, that owns the record store, right. is, is that, that, that black actor. But the show hasn't even referenced Todd. Now, Danny Masterson's trial has been declared a mistrial. The jury was deadlocked. How many rape convictions was he up on? Three. That's that's why I was convinced yeah. it was a fucking thing, but so, they all got thrown out. Yeah, so the jury was deadlocked after seven different deliberations. They couldn't come to an agreement. The judge dismissed two jurors and brought in alternates, and the, the results were still deadlocked, still couldn't agree. The three accusers of Danny were part of the same Scientology religion along with Danny. They since left, and Danny is still a Scientologist. The, accusation, the accusations were filled with inconsistencies and contradictions. Scientology was often the go-to excuse, and there are no charges against Scientology. Masterson didn't testify in defense. It was all about the three accusers and how they told their stories on three different occasions. So the, the girls all told different stories at different times? Yep. 
So they didn't come forth right away because of the laws of Scientology. They prevent that and will lead to them being stalked and ostracized, apparently. But it's about what they said when they reported it, what they said after they reported it, and what they said at the trial. Uh-huh. And there are too many inconsistencies. So let me ask you, because I don't seem I don't know much about this. Do you think he did any of this? Doesn't sound to me like he did. If three if three of let's be honest, women are smarter than us. And three of them, well, that's dangerous. So you've got three women with three good lawyers and they couldn't get this job done. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into this further. It's easy to take guys down these days. Yeah. If you if you fucked a dude and it was fully consensual, you can prove in a court of law that you didn't want it. Prose- Pretty easy. Prosecution tried to depict Danny as an abusive monster, and the testimony of Danny's ex girlfriend said otherwise. Oh, he has other girls that are like, nah, man, yeah. he's a sweet puppy. So, I don't even with him anymore, but he's a puppy dog. Yeah, really. So the judge said to stick mainly to the evidence, which in this case are the th- testimonies of three women that all had inconsistencies and contradictions in the three different times they told their stories. Now, women will say that because of the what happened to them, they're so stressed out and it's such a PTSD situation that the, it, it, they remember things differently. Things come back to you at different times. And I, I'm with that. That's not not true. But is it the situation here? I do know that when you have something horribly... If you got if you got fucking held down by three dudes and they fucked your ass, you'd probably remember little pieces of that night for years to come in different times. Let's so, be real. But what's the situation? Tell so me what the you stories think. aren't good. They consist of being drugged and coming to in the midst of rough, painful sex. One girl puking, then having a shower. Some girls while. are into that, by the way. Some girls are yeah. down for a good puke in the middle of it, just yeah. so you know. So one girl pukes, <laughs> then has a shower, and then she gets turned over and... And then is having sex. Like the stories, if you're a Whoa, woman. What was that in, last thing again? Sorry, what was the shower thing? Uh, she just has a shower after puking because yeah. uh, because Danny says like. Go you clean know, yourself up. Well, he calls her disgusting for puking in her hair. And then. Okay. Says, yeah. Okay, yeah anyways, yeah. whatever. So anyways, Dude, so, during, people do weird shit in the yeah. bedroom. Yeah. So like the stories, if you're the women in these situations, they aren't great. They're abusive and filled with rape. And if, Dude, you, you, try to, if you try to say, okay, the night of and after in the retelling of these stories may be very different because of, of trauma. Okay. That's believable. Trying to recap those stories for the court now being different than what you said after your second time of telling them raises flags of suspicion. It does. I'll give you that. So telling so, it twice and then the third one is different than the first two. Yeah. That that's fucked. So during traumatic events I've endured, the story might have minor tweaks, but after I'm not surging with emotion, but in my recollection recollection of the story, it's going to be the same. No contradictions, no inconsistencies. And I've spoken about the dark times in my life a couple times on here. There's always more to tell, but never a contradiction because not only did I live it, it haunted me. It's why I can still get emotional in recapping the stories. It's all in my, uh, it's all in my emails because I communicated with my lawyer through emails and trying to find the final order. I have to go through emails of the respondents claim versus mine, but I digress. If the stories, if the stories change in three different occasions, a jury might not end up with a unanimous verdict. And, and and if it was one girl that did this, that's one thing. But we're talking about three girls yeah. and none of the stories line up. That's yes. where I start to go, okay. One of them I could see it. Okay, be like, okay. But three? Yeah, exactly. No. That's what happened here. So and they he, all told their story three different times. And all three of them have three different recounts. Yeah. Yeah, no. So the I'm, sto- out. Yeah. I'm out, bro. I just checked out. So he wasn't clear to the charges. It just went to mistrial. And unfortunately for fans of his work... He still was not called. I just have so little faith in the judicial system, Mark. Even with all of this, I think there's an inkling of an inkling that maybe he's got a lot of money. That's all I know is that money brings power. Yeah, that's all I'll say. I'm not. I'm not. uh, It sounds like he's a good dude and that he's been fucked with here, but 
money. Well, I mean, you get the right amount of money, man. You can make any girl look like a crazy bitch. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough though because this is, a t- this is I think, one of the toughest ones we've talked about. Because I don't know what to believe. Ashton Kutcher is one of uh, Danny Masterson's best friends. So, okay, uh, yes. So, so okay. He, so he couldn't believe that this shit happened. And he, Ashton's and, completely like, nah, man, it yeah, can't be my boy. And, and he couldn't believe that. But in the end, he well, was saying- Well, my boy but fucking if, killed himself, and I didn't see that coming. Yeah. So I'm telling you right so, now, sometimes so, you don't know people. Exactly. So if he's saying, like, if it happened, then okay. Then, yeah. you, you know, fuck this guy. But, I mean, Ashton, for, for Ashton's battle against trafficking- you can tell Ashton's a solid dude. I don't know if you saw when Ashton was in court talking to the judges about trafficking and he cries like he's crying yeah. saying, I have a daughter and I couldn't picture the things that other people's daughters are going through. It's like, okay, Ashton's a solid dude. I've never had an issue with that dude. And I think that uh, he was also um, uh, married or not married to, but he was with Brittany Murphy for a little while who passed away and stuff. And uh, he was, uh, everybody in Britney's camp said that he was a good thing. Like, he was probably the only thing that kept her going for a little while. Like, you know what I mean? That you hear a lot of good stuff about him from third parties. That's the only real, is that's probably the only real way for us to, to yeah. take a celebrity at their word. You know what I mean? And so that's, I feel like Ashton, there's just so many, thir- like Dave from the Foo Fighters. You hear so many third party stories about how he's a goddamn Good dude. You, you couldn't hate him if you tried. Yeah. I feel like Ash is the same way. You just saw, And then he had the punk show where, you know, these people that were very rich and snobby would put that away to, to laugh with him. Well, I mean... to pa- Power to him. I mean, you even think of uh, Danny Masterson here. The, uh, I mean, they brought up his ex-girlfriends as character witnesses. And, and they had and nothing he, bad to say? Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you right now, if that was me, I'd be in prison. Garen, fuck it. I'll tell you right now. They'd be like, this crazy bipolar motherfucker needs to go away. You know, I swear to God. And so, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about this? Is this a, a gross misuse of the judicial system by these dumb bitches looking for attention? Or did this guy, is he using his money and his Scientology influence to fucking get away with shit? Where, what is this? I mean, Scientology is pretty fucked up. And that, like, see, this is what, there's so many on both sides. The Scientology shit is fucked, but I like Ashton and he's calling him a bro. Yeah. I wish the camera was on right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. I got my left hand and my right hand and they're just jerking. Like, <laughs> I just don't like, this is a Man, toughie. We very you're, rarely you're do like this. fucking Tom McDonald in, in the canceled video. <laughs> so go on, so go say what you want to say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go ahead and change the channel. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Speaking of which, man, I I love Tom, but like, I'm getting so the, this song on the uh, yeah. radio, and she's like, okay, I get I mean, it. He's I, I, no, it's funny because he spent so much time talking shit about. Now he's on the radio, and he's like, look, I'm on the radio. I'm like, yeah, but I thought you hated that. He's beating a dead horse, but. Uh, no, but I thought he hated the fact that they're like, yo, Zeddies and bitches and all in the club. I'm going to drink all the bottles and fuck all the bitches and we go, uh, uh. And then, all right, thanks uh, for listening to Drake. This next song is by Tom McDonald. I thought that was the point was I don't want that. I don't no, want to no, no, be played no. after the Zannies and the bottles. No, I thought that was the whole idea. He's worth like $30 million no, and now he, he wants to be on no, the radio? he didn't want to get there. Through the way that the other people did. And, but he did, and he got there his way, but I just, I don't see the value in it. I'm just tired of him beating the dead horse, but... Uh, What's the value in it? Who cares? 
So a and bunch no, of morons that listen to Katy Perry no. also like your song. No. I thought those were the exact people you didn't want listening no, to your shit. Right, because right now, ghost, you think a ghost is the gateway drug. I agree. It'll open up. I'll, I'm with you on that. And yes, I hope, but 99.99999% of the people that like ghosts are going to listen to Wake Woke and go, what the? <laughs> I'll keep ghost on my fucking, I almost said iPod. I'll keep ghost on my Spotify playlist, but I'm getting rid of this other shit. Did you see the video where Tom shared there was a there's a gay radio? Yes, and he, yes, so yes, the gay, yes. So the gay guy yes. goes on the and Sam he, Smith joke. Yeah, so he's he, okay, he, so he talks the about so he talks about Tom McDonald made a video, and uh, and I guess it's when Tom's competing for that number one spot yes. on the iTunes chart, and Sam Smith is holding number one, and and uh, and, he's, and yeah, and Tom says, you know, I mean. The, I could wear a big- Oh no, oh no, he, what he says in the video because it, it, it's the way it's delivered. The way because okay. the guy shows his delivery first and then Tom responds. So he says yeah. Sam Smith wore a one piece and wore a bunch of glitter and got 17 people to write a song and he's number 1. I wrote a song about my girlfriend, made it myself, shot the video myself and put everything out myself. I would also like to be number one. So that's how he compares yeah. it. And then, so the gay guy, this gay radio host, shows that video of him saying that and goes, I just want to say, as a, a bus, I feel like I have a need to speak out against this hate speech. And that's where the video ends. Uh, then, homophobia. He homophobia. Said, yeah. He says homophobia. Then this cuts and Tom says. And then, and then Tom says, I didn't mention anything about his orientation. If you want to be gay, go be gay. He just made comments about the critici- uh, him criticizing what Sam Smith is wearing. No, and, what, and he said one of my favorite things ever. he says, if, if, if you're going to be in one of the top spots, you have to be open to criticism. He also said, I'm tired of the LGBTQ community thinking that they're the only people on the planet that can't be made fun of, that yeah. you can't laugh at. If it was fucking... Anybody else? Anybody else? But name me another man. A, man. a straight man. Give me a straight man's name. The, the, uh, the, red, the fucking redhead asshole that everyone loves. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's got the number one song. He would have went. Uh, Ed Sheeran is a dirty peasant ginger from England that had to cry <laughs> a lot about how girls don't like him and got three other people to write his song with him. Hi, I'm Tom, and I wrote my song myself and put it out, and I didn't grow up anywhere dirty or poor, and I don't look like I don't have a soul. Like, he would have made a joke like that, and yeah. nobody would have said shit, because even Ed would have been like, he made the funny about how I don't have a soul because I'm from England, I have red hair. <laughs> would have been a big fucking joke, right? And, cause he, and he's a little straight fucking whiny bitch. This is Ed we're talking about. Yeah. This, but but the Sam thing. Oh no! Don't make fun of Sam. He's gay. You can't make fun of him because he's like. Why? Yeah. Why are we allowed to just make fun of things that are dumb looking? I'm sorry. That onesie. The guy's 200 pounds. You don't need a onesie. You need a salad. <laughs> like I'm sorry. That's the thing. I'm tired of. Why can't we make fun of morbidly obese people again? Why is it not okay to go? You're gonna because it's fat Because you're gonna get a heart attack when you like. That's another thing Tom does. Name something you can't do. Uh, exercise something something. <laughs> live to forty two. <laughs> the jo- that's real. Health is re- like what, we're gonna run, we- a mi- run a mile. Jumping jacks. Live past live, 42. live past forty two. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I can't wait for the people that listen to Ghost to get to that one. <laughs> What's that? Something about the world so crazy. No, you so stupid. You so stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight with his sister on the news yeah. and the oh, such a God bless Tom McDonald. God, but hangovergang.com. Go check it out. But also www.theshotpod.com. Yeah. Use the zero in shot. Check us out. Uh, everything that I share to you 
I, I got to share on the website. Yeah, just so that, I'm with just that. Just so let yeah. everybody see yep. what I'm looking at. And so it's like, oh, well, I know you that's can a lot of work. Out. Me too. You, yeah. Anything I'm sending to you, I'll say, should we should, well, I'll, I'll run it by you. Like, should we put this up? And then you do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. We should start doing that. So yeah. go to www.theshotpod.com if you're one of our listeners that's been checking this out. Um, Mark's been sending me the numbers this year. Or like, okay, so we started in September roughly of 2021. Yeah, Jesus. We're not, if you think about, it, we're actually in our third year. The third we, we've made podcasts during the course of three separate years, twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three. Well, we're in the second year from twenty I know, September twenty twenty one to September. But I'm just saying, we made three months of podcasts in twenty one. We made yeah. twelve months of podcasts in twenty two. We've made one month of podcasts in twenty three. It's kind of cool to think about. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's like a discography in my head. Anyways. Um, I'm so proud of us. What am I? What was I going on about? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you were going on about. Oh, you were saying um, in regards to the numbers. Yeah, you've been sending me numbers of just uh, people listening and stuff. And we've, in the last six months, we've pushed a lot more downloads than we did in the first year. Like from September to September, we had like this many downloads and we've had just as many. Well, yeah. In so, the last six so months. So from September to September, uh, when we reached, what was it? A thousand or fifteen hundred? It was fifteen hundred. No, I it was no, 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 no. It was a thousand no. in September. When we reached, yeah, it was a thousand. It was like okay, in a in, year, in a year, we we hit a thousand. But in less than a year, we're already up to seventeen fifty. Holy shit, we're at seventeen. Yeah, October, November, December, January. We're only four months in to this yeah. year, so we're gonna hit two <laughs> by Very fucking true. March, probably, yeah. Yeah. which is f- six months in. March is six months into this year. If we're if we are if our fiscal year runs September to September, let's say. So I do want to uh, give shout outs to the locations here. I mean, we have 123 downloads in Canada. We've got uh, some in the United States. How many in, are the U.S. ones? What's the numbers? Just seven in in the U.S. Seven in the U.S. Uh, I, I guarantee you those are Canadian homies with yeah. VPNs. Uh, we got a, a couple of United Kingdoms. Those uh, UK guys. Couple in India. Uh, one in Russia. In I know. Russia I've heard about that. We had a Ukraine one a while ago too. Yeah, and one in El Salvador. El Salvador. See, that's got to be a VPN. <laughs> when it's like a one country, one listen, and it just never shows up again, I assume it's a VPN thing. But maybe I'm wrong. It could be someone. Sh- it could be maybe. a friend. It could be one of our our uh, what's the word? Um, our loyal listeners sending it to a friend saying hey you know this is what we talk like over here or this is what's and going on i i have to give shout and i'm saying nope not for me <laughs> i have to give shout outs to people listening on desktop because the most common oh you can scenario, see what they're listening on yeah can i see that because the most common oh shit i touched the screen and it, <sighs> i'm so sorry mark i touched the screen when you handed it over <laughs> yeah. fucking iphones their screens go to the edge like that God damn it. Because, okay, so the, the most common... Okay, let me just look. Put it close to yeah, my face. So the most common way to listen is obviously a mobile device because you could be But I mean, anywhere. 40% desktop. That's yeah. not a small number. Yeah. That's fucking four out of 10 motherfuckers is sitting at a desk. Surprisingly, we're getting more iHeartRadio than Apple. That's interesting. Amazon is the, one of the smallest, too. Yeah. And that's how I, I bet you that 6% is all me. It's <laughs> yeah. literally all just me yeah. listening back. So almost everybody listens on um, Spotify. On Spotify. Spotify is the big music thing too. I mean, everyone's got a Spotify playlist. I know people, yeah. it's, I'll be real with you. It is easier to sell us to spot. Like if someone's like, has Spotify 
they just add us to the list, and then when we put out an episode, it shows up in their fucking thing. Now, it's I a done deal. You- but anything else that doesn't do that. If you have Amazon Music, it, every, when we put a new episode out, Amazon Music doesn't add us to your playlist. Yeah. I sent you a, a Steven Crowder video. Did you watch it? I was like, yo, watch this. Did you watch it? What was it of? Sorry. Uh, it was basically of a contract that he was given uh, because he's no longer on Blaze, which is a conservative platform. So he was looking for a, a new platform. And while going to a I new platform, he was given uh, a contract and he didn't out who gave him the contract, but he went over the terms of the contract and, and it was pretty ridiculous. Like if, uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was a good contract for being in his position. We should definitely talk about the videos you did send though, because yeah. we've got the Zuckerberg yeah, yeah. Vax Polyev and we already talked about the yeah. world economic forum being a bunch of fucking retards. Yeah. So, uh, so, Crowder was given a contract and in this contract it said like if he was if he was off or sick or whatever he would lose certain uh, a certain percentage of his money from every platform that that didn't get his content. Right. So he would lose money from Spotify, he would lose money from YouTube, he would lose money from Apple Podcasts. Well, when you don't would, show up to work, you don't get paid. So okay. Yeah, but it's based on the fact that he's given uh 50 million over 4 years. Okay. So if he's given 50 million, but the thing with Crowder that that's kind of touchy is his wife has had some major problems and he's, oh, had, and okay. he's had so some, he wants time off to, and, if, and he's had some major problems. He had uh, a, you talking about physical. Yeah. He's had an, enclosed, Health. he's had an enclosed rib cage. Okay. That he actually had to go get surgery on. That's that, a big they, deal, bro. That, yeah. So, they cut your breastbone open and then they use metal yep. uh, spacers to space it so that your ribs are out more. Yeah. It's fucking so, nuts. So he's gone over this in his show. So and then you have to do physiotherapy where they teach you how to breathe again. Yeah. Like you, you ever done physio? Yep. Yeah, like, what'd you do? Which one? Uh, it was for my ankles. For the ankles. I've done it for the arm. And, like, I couldn't imagine learning how to breathe. It was like, I'm yeah. used, I still can't jerk off properly. So yeah. I don't even want to know what learning how to breathe would be like. Yeah. But, I mean, like... I forgot you, how to choke. Now I just gag. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you're making content and suddenly you're off with a, with a health, health incident... Yes. You're losing a big chunk of that money that you're getting paid. Okay. Well, well, so, that sucks, but... Overall, the contract was worth it. It was uh, 192 episodes per year. Jesus. Uh, but 192 a year. So what if we got contracted? Somebody said, I want the shop popping all 192. How many episodes a week are we making? 192 a year. We're, we're making one, one episode a week. So we make 52 a year. Which yeah. we don't even do that because we take a few weeks off now and then. So it's yeah. like roughly 48, 49. Yeah. So, so 192 episodes a year. We would have to make four a week. Yeah. Well, I mean, is that what this is going to entail at some point? Because I should quit now while we're ahead. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> I'm kidding. That is Crowder. Like he's a daily. I know, but could, could I'm just I'm I'm just sorry. I'm not trying to. I just like could we do that? Yeah, I think we could. If yeah, I yeah. mean, take the money out though. Let's say somebody was like, I'll give you guys twenty grand each a year, <laughs> but you have to make 192 episodes. Could we do it? I could do it. Well, we would have to find time daily to to do it. We just work at a pizza shop in between. Yeah. Make up the difference and we that's good money. Yeah. So anyways <laughs> Sorry. Crowder he uh he said he had receipts in regards to this contract and he didn't want to have to go there. So he didn't I out- don't want to oh he said I don't want to have to go there. Yeah. Ooh. So he didn't out who sent him this contract. Well, people started assuming, okay, it's Daily Wire. Yeah. And so uh, Jeremy Boring from Daily Wire came out and he uh, 
combated uh, Steven Crowder's video by explaining the contract and breaking down. But there are a couple of things Steven Crowder said he lied on. And Steven Crowder, he did this thing where he recorded the phone call. Oh, no. Oh, is that is it is it illegal to do that though? Record a phone call and release it in uh, in California? You only need one party's consent to do so. So if you say, "Oh wow, yeah, really?" Or so, no, Texas. Sorry, Texas. You only need one party. Okay, consent so if you and I are doing do so. a thing and I'm trying to, I'm like fucking Mark's trying to fuck me. We're in a shot pod contract and he's trying to get me to pay less. This is bullshit. So I call you and I put you on speaker and I get another phone. And I take video of you and I talking, and I say, hey, Mark, so am I getting paid less than you in the shop park contract? And like, yeah, yeah, sorry, bro, you know, you're not as pretty as I am, and the girls like my voice, so I'm going to make <laughs> this much, and you're going to make a little bit less. And then you went publicly and said, me and Alex are even, we make the same amount of the podcast, it's all even. I could release my video without your consent, with mine only, and that's okay. If you're in Texas, yes. So, so people are saying, fucker, please. people are saying like, oh man, he betrayed his friends, but this, this is the thing. So Steven Crowder's come out to say he doesn't care about the money. 50, uh. 50 million. Yes. That's a lot, but he cares about the next guy coming up. And yeah. And, and so Steven Crowder says, so is this the type of deal you extend to others? Dave Chappelle felt the same way. Dave, Dave did the same thing when he walked away from Comedy Central's 50 million. He said, Fuck you. Take it. Take it. Fuck off with that. I don't need yeah. that. And they told no, but don't watch it. Don't support Chappelle's show. Nothing. He hates yeah. it. Yeah, sounds like it's gonna be the same thing. Yeah. So he was saying uh, for up and comers, he's like, but how'd that work out for comedy though? Because they look like assholes yeah. with Dave now. Like this so, sounds like they should. So be. this, so this is the 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 ongoing conservative yeah. battle. So some people are siding with Daily Wire, while other people have come out to to speak up against Crowder, Candace Owens. Uh, ben Shapiro and all these other guys are like, no, Ben. Yeah, it's like, oh, you just don't, you just, you just don't know how to do business. And Crowder uh, has said, oh, I know how to do business, and I'm getting paid without having to to bow down to big tech. So, I can't believe that Shapiro's telling him to shut up so and do what he's told. The the bowing down to big tech is uh, one of the demonetization clauses of the contract. Okay, okay, okay. Is if you were if you uh, are demonetized or banned off a platform, you lose so much money. Well, well, that's easy these days. You get you get the wrong amount of LGBTQ people out there, and they'll ban you the in, a, with, in a in a that's heartbeat. The thing with Crowder, he's permanently banned off YouTube right now. So even if he signed this contract, he could lose twenty five percent on the first day he signs it because he's banned. It sounds on like YouTube they're being currently. lured. Right, sounds like so, grooming. So that's for why, failure. Like that guy, the uh, the guy we were talking about, the the chauvinistic guy that doesn't <laughs> say anything that's not untrue. Yeah, Fuck, um, a mind farting on the name. Come on, Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a Tate situation where yeah. he's just like fuck with me, and then they fucked with him. Yeah, and he's like, oh shit. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> I'm not a rapist. I swear. And they're like, yeah. ah, we think you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. That's basically what Crowder's trying to say uh, when uh, Jeremy Boring's like, well, that's not our business model. And Crowder's like, I have the right business model. You could talk to me yeah. and we could do it. Because Crowder right now, he's making more than what he was offered. Because Crowder does his own independent mug club. Yeah. And he's got 900,000 subscribers that's to insane. mug club. That's insane. That's so insane. everything that's that... That's, he, mil that's a million and a half a month of guaranteed income with no taxes. Yeah. And nothing. So, right away. So... So if he signed, he would already be essentially taking a loss. Yeah. So why would he sign? 
Yeah. If they're making it so that he could get fucked so many different ways. It, it, they're luring. They're trying to fuck with him, and he's smarter than them. Yeah, and, that, and that's what How he, we want, dude. We're, this is insane. And that's what he's saying. He's like, he doesn't care about the money. He's worried about the next guys because he's got his own shit. You know. <laughs> okay, but Mark, this is I'm with him on this, but this is fucking scary. So we are now in a place in the world where we used to hear about the behind the scenes fighting about artists trying to own their music, this guy doing this kind of thing, trying to enjoy control his content, yeah. that type of stuff. We've been hearing about this for years, but it's after the fact. Yeah. Oh, did you hear they tried to t tell Michael what he was allowed to sing on this record? Or did you hear what they they're telling Prince he wasn't allowed to buy his music in the late eighties? All you hear about all this shit. Now though, with you know social media and technology the way it is, so it has now become our entertainment to watch tech companies worth billions with a B. Fuck with entertainers worth millions with an M and, and just fight. Just bitch at each other like old bittering women on a fucking porch well, over who's more important and owes the other one. So in regards... And, and, and try to entrap each other. He tries to put out enough content to get himself canceled and get everybody riled up. And they are trying to get him to sign stuff and fuck with him enough that he can get canceled and lose money. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's so, Just let the man make his shit. So the way Daily Wire is working is... No, we will not bow down to uh, to big tech, but we, we're we're fighting them from the inside out. Yeah, and Crowder is the guy that's on the outside fighting big tech, saying you don't have to bow down to you them. You don't on the have inside. to go and buy and and get expensive yeah. lawyers and go from the inside. You can just tell them to suck your dick, and there's nothing they can do. Yeah, so I kind of like that. So part of this uh, phone call was they were talking about. Uh, I didn't know that one consent. That's only the state of Texas. Yeah. That's a big deal. I keep cutting you off because that's uh, that's a weird law. And the, this guy clearly was like, got this fucking call. And then like, God, get me on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> I need to fuck, I need to be in Houston in an hour. And then he was like, okay, now release it. Well, I mean, part of this thing uh, with Crowder is, so there's Smart so man. there's evidence that shows that he had uh, stopbigcon.com registered December 12th. And he's now just releasing all the stuff, and people are like, "Oh, well, he's shady because this because he had this registered in December, but this contract negotiation it's called forethought. No, bro. no, no. This contract negotiation took place in October. Yeah. So three months later, he did it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Timeline works fine. Yeah. They're looking. It's digging. They're they're looking for something to hang him for. Yeah. And they can't find anything, so they'll just make something up. Yeah. That's so. So the one thing that this phone call Him and showed. should just get their trials side by side. Yeah. So the one thing this phone call showed was when it comes to the smaller uh, content creators, uh, it said that they would get paid a slave wage. And, and the, the whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think we're allowed to say that anymore. That's not very PC. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're getting, it's like it's peasant wage. Okay. Yeah. It's a peasant wage. Okay. They would get paid. <laughs> this, they would get paid this peasant wage. I'm just teasing. And uh, and they it's called peasant one, isn't that yeah. the ship? And on they Star would Wars? be allowed to build their brand. And then Jeremy Boring said that. And then when they wanted to leave, they'd be able to leave and take the show with them. But that's not true because in the contract, Daily Wire would now own that show. So the person, which is what they did to Chappelle. So this person would have to walk away and create a new. Just like David. Dude, it's the same thing. Dave had to walk away from the 50. And then they said, fine, we own all your shit. Yeah. And he said, fine, I'll make more. Yeah. And this, bro, so I like this because he's like, I'm worried about the next guy. He is the next guy. Dave, this happened to Dave. When was 1998? 
I, I know it sounds like 10 years, seems like 10 years ago, but it's not. It's 25 years ago, right? Yeah. yeah, 1990. They did it to him in the fucking end of the 90s. This guy is the next guy. So good for him for standing. I'm with him. I'm with him because he's he's literally being, They clearly they learned nothing. Dave is on, on Netflix and he's on all these platforms and he's had how many specials and every one he mentions the 50 million in college. I don't think there's one. He doesn't talk about it. Yeah. He always hangs them out to dry. Good for him for doing it. And this guy's got, what, That's it's an identical situation you just described, Mark. Yeah. When are we? Okay, you know what? I'm expanding my Molotov cocktail. Can we, what, what's the name of our, uh, what was it? It was the podcast economic forum. Yeah. Can we have an MCE, a Molotov cocktail economic forum? Okay, what's what I want? Yeah. And at this point, not only am I about parliament and, and, and saying, listen, you're not doing your job. So maybe if there's fire on the curtains, you'll do it better. I'm also saying that we need to do big these big tech places that are fucking with celebrities and trying to own them and fucking with they, these places. We also need to to Molotov cocktail. Yeah. Okay. So the funny thing is because there's this battle going on and and it is too. We, it's a war. We see this all the time. Like it's in, a cold in, war. It's yeah. a cold war of fucking information. Yeah. So I mean, Metal Gear was right. <laughs> we we see in uh, Canada. You know we have the uh, the. The PPC, yes, the people versus the CPC. Like conservatism has split, and that's yeah. and that's what's happened. What's in, PPC standing for? People's Progressive People's Party, uh, People's Party of Canada. Yeah, okay. And then what was the the CPC? Conservative Party Conservative of Party of Canada. And then you've got the Chinese, <laughs> the CCP, yeah, the right? Chinese, the Communist Chinese <laughs> Party, the CCP. Right? I'm just yeah. trying to get all my acronyms <laughs> in a fucking row. Okay, yeah. it's easy to get lost out uh, yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, like in the U.S. now, there's okay. this, there's this big divide because uh, the Daily Wire has their conservative Division hosts. It, uh, the the Daily Wire has their conservative hosts that are now attacking Crowder, and and they're trying to say what they contribute to to be to conservatism. And we this is where we talk about the bots. Remember, we talking it, it, it. The politics hasn't even become a game of who has more people on their side. It's become who's got the tech on their side because the tech can fool you into thinking that 10 million people believe in your leftist bullshit yeah it's insane right yeah please tell me that please tell me that's so, not the world we live in <laughs> no i need you to tell me that i'm wrong well you should say no alex so, those are lies so like i had a little bit of a debate with a buddy where he's like daily <laughs> wire daily wire is gonna win and i was like well no no they're not yeah. and then he said they're bigger than crowder and i said no they're not so daily wire plus on youtube has something like he thinks they're bigger than crowder because that's what the media told him the I guarantee you. Yeah. He, he probably legit believes it. You can't even get mad at him. He's probably just read something that's a lie blatantly about how his net worth has gone down a bunch and how he doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. I see those articles all the time. I've seen it before where you and I have talked about something and I just read an article saying, this guy's fucked. And then you've taken me aside and said, here's some real information. And I went, oh, now, now I trust you and I know that you're a smart dude. So I immediately write off the previous thing I read yeah. and go, Mark's info is real. This guy doesn't know you like I do, so he's like, oh, no, 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 this Mark guy. You know what I mean? But that's the situation so, I bet. So, the, so this guy, uh, he says Daily Wire is bigger. Daily Wire on YouTube has like 2.9. See, but you, people think YouTube's everything. Yeah, but but even still, it, it it's a way. It's, it's important, but there is a way to make millions of dollars and not be on YouTube. No, no, but you think it, it does you exist think in terms of the the stretch uh, that of people that your Influence. content is getting. Yes, to. yes, yes, yes. And then Crowder has five point nine three million, so he's almost at six. Daily Wire is almost at three. So it's like, what? I mean, like, 
huh? Like Crowder. <laughs> but they're at three on YouTube where there's a lot more sharing and expandability. He's been banned off YouTube and he's still doubling. Yeah. Like you win. And and so people will say, well, we've done this, we've done this, we've done this. And, and Crowder... He's a comedian, so he'll tour. But while touring, he'll stop at the universities, and that's where he does the change my mind segments. Okay. Where where uh, oh, male, si- male privilege is a myth. Change my mind. Like he goes, he tackles these issues. Oh God, I'd love that. Yeah. Male privilege is a myth. Change my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I do. Uh, we talked about this because yeah. we we are on the male privilege is a, is a myth. I'm also on the white privileges and myth bandwagon at this point, like post 2002 or three. I think the last time it was okay to be racist and somebody would turn their head the wrong way was like 92. I really think. I really think that was like around the last time that it was just like, you know, I don't want that guy right here because he's a goddamn N-word. That's the last time you could get away with that shit. And even then, there was one guy in the room like, you can't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I think that, the yeah. Now, but then I told you the story about how I was working at BMW, remember? And I was I went on a, a test drive with my black buddy. His name was Rohan. Yeah. And he got pulled over in the BMW. And the cop saw that he was black and saw that he was driving a customer vehicle in the uniform, still held him for a half hour, gave him the hardest time I've ever seen in my life. And I said, what the fuck was that? And he went, that's being black in Markham, bro. That's just how it is. So there's a, you know, there's a part of me that's like, it doesn't, you know, I'm with Denzel. Denzel will say there's no racism in Hollywood. You can't not give someone a role. In fact, you get more roles if you're black because they have to make them available. It's part of the left-wing agenda. That's part of the left-wing agenda I'll fuck with. Not saying it's all bad. That's okay. You know, it's cool that that blacks and Hispanics actually get more opportunity. Should they get all the opportunity? No, but they should get more than they had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's balance it out. But either way, um, there are parts of it that do benefit. But like, yeah, I I don't really believe that there's that that exists but then like I said I hear that story from my buddy Rohan which is a personal story you know what I mean and I'm like uh, it does kind of <laughs> yeah. and I hear it from my Asian buddies too my Asian buddies will tell me if you live in Markham you get away with murder but cops in other regions they don't like Asian people Yeah, they pull them over and they think they're shitty drivers and they're shitty and they're over here selling fake purses right away now, a lot of them are but <laughs> actually it was funny because my buddy Sam that got pulled over was selling fake purses <laughs> And he, but he is here legally. He is legally here. Okay. <laughs> okay so stereotype fulfillment, 50%. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, and you know, he'll tell me flat out that like, if you're not, if you're in Markham though, then they'll pull you over and they'll drive past you. They'll like roll up and be like, ah, it's another one of my homies. I'm out. Yeah. It's kind of, so yeah, I don't know. It's, but without that, then we're kind of just, I don't know, I feel like if you give white people too much power, we just run with it. <laughs> we're, we can't be trusted with too I much mean, power like either. like Klaus Schwab. <laughs> like, yeah, right? Like, so as a, as a straight white male dude, I, I, I can hap, I can uh, honestly say, yeah, don't give us too much power. It's not a good idea. But we're also really, really, really bad at being held under a thumb. You know, so don't do that either because we like weapons and genocide and like, it's not good. Not saying I yeah. do, just saying other white people from the 1600s did. Yeah. Just saying, that's all. Okay. Anyways, roll uh, with me here. So, what else is going there, on? There's, there's a couple more things. Uh, so, when talking about uh, misinformation, uh, Biden <laughs> recently came out to say that you know unemployment. Biden recently came out. I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah, he came, it's not surprising <laughs> to me. He came out to say that unemployment is is lower than it's ever been with with him <laughs> as president, which is not true. It was lowest when Trump was in. However, with that said. Microsoft just laid off 10,000 people. Didn't Facebook lay off 20,000 people? We know Facebook laid off 11,000 people. 
Amazon laid off 18,000 people and Google will lay off 12,000 people. The economy of thriving. Wow. <laughs> Things are going good. Yeah. And here's the thing, guys. I'm so proud of that unemployment rate. Here's the thing. <laughs> That's just what you know about. Yeah. Remember, I saw a meme today that said, you hear about all these celebrities dropping dead? Imagine how many poor people are. And I went, holy fuck, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Like, I am always thinking, that what? Yeah, if this is what we're hearing about, what aren't we hearing about? Yeah. But the, I didn't think about that. I mean, like, we're talking about me and my buddy Vince, you know, and that whole thing. Yeah. Last year, and we're talking about, you know, just personal people that are going, and I'm like, yeah, I got four or five close to me myself. Jesus, and then you think of the select, like Bennington was a big one, but that was, I guess, pre-COVID, but you know what I mean? There's just a lot of, oh, and we, we have, you know what we haven't talked about? Last yeah. week, we were going to talk about um, Lisa Marie Presley. Lisa Marie okay, Presley. we'll hit that before this episode's over. And the other thing I wanted to, ah, oh, fuck, we got to, sometimes it pisses me off. We're an hour 53 into this episode. I'm like, but there's so much left to talk about, Mark. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why we, yeah. do. you know what? Maybe we could do two episodes a week. If our work schedules permitted it, we'd do it. I swear oh, yeah, to God. Yeah. I mean, as I was saying before, we could easily just split up the two hours into one hour each. You know what? That's that's one thing I didn't ask you is when you say they want 192 episodes, I didn't ask how long they were. They're not two hours and eight <laughs> minutes. Our, our, I bet you if you averaged every shot pod, added them up, it would be two hours and four minutes would be our average length. Yeah. So, yeah, we're... I mean, we're... we're yeah, we're, we're killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mark, can you just take a second with me right now? What's that? Pat yourself on the back. Okay, Pat yeah. myself on the yeah. back. We're good. We're very, you're good at what you do, and I'm glad that I help. Okay. All right. So funny, 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 funny thing. First Lady of Ukraine showed up in Davos for the WEF conference. So the husband, or sorry, the wife of the uh, of the president. Yeah. It cost forty five thousand dollars apparently for a ticket to oh. Davos. Okay. Ukraine should be probably spending that money on defense munitions, but what do right. I know? Right? I'm all, just it's, a it's, stupid mechanic. It's our taxpayer dollars, right? Well, did we? Did yours. We just, did, I'm not working right now. <laughs> I, I was going to say, did, did I just pay for this? You did. Ticket into the WEF conference as well as that fucking fancy ass dress and the photo ops that she's fucking taking. Mm. My God. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I paid two. Okay. I want a refund. <laughs> I got to file taxes in a month and you'll get a refund. I'll get a refund and it won't be as much as those tickets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, oh man, I'm, I'm with you on that, Mark. Like the ends don't justify the means with that. It's like, yeah. I thought you guys had no power, gas, food. Like the Ukraine is in shambles and you're spending 45 G's on transportation expenses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, it's a Michael Scott move. <laughs> it's like the office is in shambles. It's on fire. And he's like, I'm going to get a private jet to corporate so I can uh, talk to David I mean, Wallace. It's just so scary. Like John Kerry was on stage. At, oh my at God. The I just realized that, that Michael Scott is the president of the United States. <laughs> like I just like, even though if you take the old factor away from Biden and you make Biden, a 35-year-old man, he's Michael Scott. <laughs> Holy fuck. I'm going to watch the show with a whole new perspective now. Him, the president of America, but in that office. Anyway, sorry, yeah, continue. Yeah. I'm in my own head here. <laughs> so John Kerry at this conference. Oh, okay, so for those who don't know, John Kerry was a plank of wood that ran against George Bush in 2004 for the... Pr 2008. A plank of wood is pretty accurate. 2008 for the presidency. He had the yeah. personality of one at the very so least. He's at, he, so he's in Davos, and he's like, now we need to he's fight... A, he's we, a senator now, right? Sure. Okay. I'm just curious if you sure, knew. I, I don't know, know what he does Who now. Who cares? <laughs> Fuck him! Yeah, exactly. 
So he's at uh, he's in Davos, and he's like, well, what we're going to need to fight climate change is money, 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 money. Money for new initiatives, money for new technology, this money is, for this, This is the money guy, for the this. same man who couldn't win a debate against George Bush Jr., just so you know who we're talking about. <laughs> the same man who lost to, Papa, I like guns, I like shooting, and I don't like Osama. And he fucking lost. Okay, so just so you know who, who is advising us, that's who it is. Yeah, that that's hilarious. Look, it's real. Am I not right? He lost, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he lost. But it was a bad election too. Like Bush cleaned up. Yeah, people liked him after the nine eleven shit. They thought he did a good job because we saw a lot of people die in Afghanistan. Innocent people that had nothing to do with nine eleven. <laughs> yeah. But we were we yeah. somebody but paid. He responded. Yep, and a Saddam was dead, and there was pictures of the fucking. Uh, Statues getting pulled down with fucking ropes. Yeah. Everybody was like, yeah, we win. None of that had anything to do with 9-11 yeah. at all. But still, no. yeah, good for America. America! Fuck yeah! We're coming <laughs> to save! Copyright infringement. The shot pod has been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. That's just... Uh, I'm sorry. We're I, going in to seize the weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are these weapons? Where are these? No, they didn't. They never called them that. They were always WMDs. Yeah. WMDs. Yeah. Where are the WMDs at? Right? <laughs> no, yeah, literally, John Kerry lost to George Bush Jr. in a debate <laughs> in Florida during. I'll never forget. Um, I saw Green Day at the Air Canada Center perform American Idiot on their American Idiot tour on the night of that election yeah. that Bush won by a landslide again. And I mean, yeah, that was how. I mean, it was fun to watch. That was when it was fun to be a Canadian because American politics were were our, we were up here sitting there with popcorn, like, what's going to happen next? You know? Yeah. And then fucking, <laughs> then we got Obama. And we, <laughs> I love when you see fucking, what do you call it? Uh, Chris Rock was like, Barack Obama, you expect to see a beep with a goddamn spear. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that whole thing. So you got, to, we got Barack and the healthcare craziness and all those things that came with it. Michelle, <laughs> there was a, I was at, uh, I was at Value Village yesterday with yeah. my girlfriend. <laughs> And I was in the autobiography section and there was a book and it was Michelle Obama's biography and I oh picked it up. God. No, I picked it up and I went, baby, look, can she, I read you Michelle's biography? And I did it just like that. I yelled it so yeah. that the whole story. Baby, look, she got a penis. No, no, no. And I opened up the book and I went, marry the president, the end. And I put the book back on the shelf and I went, is that not funny? And that's when we left Value Village. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she goes out anywhere. I, I did this. I literally did this. And she no, I didn't even get a smile. Out of her. And I was like, I'm sorry, baby. I do value women, and I think you're strong and powerful, and you guys should run things, but all she did was marry the president. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I want to marry the president and write a book. <sighs> not pr- say I mean, it. You Just say it, Mark. Say I'm not pretty enough. No, say I'm not no, pretty no, enough. No. I'm okay with it. No, I mean, right now... Okay, so we talked about... Well, we were talking about how it was fun to watch the American politics back oh, in the yeah, day. Yeah, now no, now no, it's no, not. No, no, no. It's, it's fucking hilarious no. right now. So so Donald Trump, he gets called out for having... Is talk. he going to run? Is he going to run for president again? Is it going to happen? Well, he said he was going to. I know, but what do you think? I want to know Mark Smith's shot pot opinion on whether this motherfucker's got a chance. Oh, he'll, he'll run, yeah. Will he get the Democratic... Or sorry. I don't know. Will no, he get the Republican nomination? I don't know if he'll get the Republican Okay, nom- so that you don't know. No. All right. But, I think he will. Okay, so... A few episodes ago, probably a couple months ago now, we talked previously about, on the shot pod with zero. We mentioned how uh, the FBI stormed uh, the Mar-a-Lago resort and they got Trump's unannounced uh, after he told them it was okay to come and look at his shit whenever they wanted. Yeah. 
But they came unannounced, smashed the locks, broke in, and then just took the top secret documents. And got nothing, really, that they could convict him with. Yeah. Otherwise, he'd be in jail right now. Yeah. Uh, Biden has been busted with three different sets of classified documents at one time, and they keep finding more. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, where'd these ones come from? Uh, they were in the garage beside the sports car. Well, where'd these ones come from? Uh, he was they- using those to wrap muffins. <laughs> yeah. I actually just received a, uh, a, a, a gift basket from the Biden family. And inside, don't was, open that. That's laced with anthrax. Open, open inside were were homemade banana nut muffins from Biden and his wife, and, but they were wrapped in um, top secret nuclear code documents. I don't know if he's <laughs> losing it or what's going on over at the Biden house, but I think his nurse isn't paying attention. Yeah, that's not powdered sugar on the top of that muffin there. Right, right, right. You don't fuck with the Bidens, <laughs> <laughs> or we'll send you a banana nut muffin with the nuclear codes attached to it. <laughs> right. No, it's it's um, it's not even funny anymore to make. It's not even cool to make fun of Biden. It's like a, it's like a lame SNL still doing it. That's how not funny it is. Yeah, you know, and because well, they were late in the game when everybody's like, you should be making fun of this guy. Instead, you're making fun of. They're like, but face. he funds the station that owns us. Oh, sorry, what was that? Uh, yeah, okay, we'll write a sketch. <laughs> Oops, that never used to be like that. Yeah. It never used to be like that. It never used to be like that. But now Biden wouldn't remember seeing. They should have him. I think they should have Biden host SNLs. I think would that not be so fun? They they put just Trump, him up there going <laughs> gibberish. <laughs> they put Trump through a coherency test, and it was like it was uh, just a test to to test his uh, his. Cognitive, it was the hardest coherency test in history. His uh, cognitive abilities. They need to put Biden through that test. I have cognitive abilities better than anybody. My cognitive abilities are far superior. <laughs> yeah. Why would you even ask? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, Trump passed. I'm sure he did. Would, would Biden? Well, robot <laughs> Biden, yeah. I think robot <laughs> Biden would probably pass with flying colors. But if they get yeah. Buddy's court, oh, what, what did they tell me to say here? Yeah, hang right? on a sec. Hang on. Hang on. Loaded buffering. Buffering. I, ha- I have an itchy ear. Buffering. Hang on. Hang on. What, what was that? Was he got a Kodak? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> you're telling me what is? <laughs> what is the <laughs> answer? What do I do? What is the answer to C? What number C? What number C? Where am I? What number C? What did you say, Biden? Oh, nothing. Nothing. None. C. I need the answer for C. What number C? What number C? What was that, Biden? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. We're nothing. Go- Sir, we're going to have to. It's obvious. Quit. You're, it's obvious you're talking into your ear. You're going to have to leave. This is this is not going to go well. <laughs> Honest to God, man. What are we like? I do not wear a wire. You want me to take out my yeah. clothes? Biden, keep your clothes on. Keep your no, clothes on. Joe, sorry, Joe, keep your... God, God he's We're naked. talking about an earpiece. He's now naked writing the test. <laughs> I Fuck. said an earpiece, not a fucking wire. Turn off wire. the cameras. We can't let the world see he's naked writing the test because we told him that we thought he was wearing a wire. That turns into Dwight and fucking... Oh, shit. He's got some dirty depends. Somebody uh, get somebody, somebody change him change. and write the test for him and doctor the footage. This is a nightmare. <laughs> this has not gone well. Thank God it wasn't live. We just treat it just like the moon landing and we will fucking get this done in post. Okay. Oh, my God. We've had some good... We had some good runs in this episode, man. Some good, some good spiels, some good spiels, man. This, the world, you know, the world might be fucked, but 
I got to tell a quick story. Quick one, quick one, Let's quick one. Let's hear this quick story. So my friend, my girl works at a, pl- a bar and a guy started there and he's got a cool story. So he is from Sri Lanka. He's a Sri Lankan dude. He's a young, you know, a little in his 20s, like in his late 20s, I think. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong with that. But either way, um, he's homosexual. So he lived in Sri Lanka and he had a wife and he had kids with an arranged marriage and all that shit. But he was gay. He would go and fuck dudes in the ass and do his little gay thing behind the behind people's backs and he got caught. Somebody saw word got around and they were going to kill him. They were going to fucking and find his family and shit. So he moved his family someplace where they were going to be cool and he came here. He took what money he had. He came to Canada. He's now doing dishes at a bar and he's using the, the money that he's got to save up so he can try and bring his wife who he doesn't want to fuck or be with and his kids who he loves to death over here and he can live as a homosexual and she and his wife knows he's gay and supports him and all it's the whole family knows what the situation is and it's I just think that's beautiful. The whole story made me fucking flat out cry and that is why I love this country. These are the stories that that are that are that are why we do this. Like this is why my grandparents died. This is why my grandparents, great, great, great. I say grandparents, but you can add the word great four or five times. You know, in England and in Ireland and in Scotland and yours as well, you ginger looking motherfucker. You know, you pale ass bitch. You're you're in the same boat where these people three hundred years ago left the same persecution to come here. And populate this country so that we could do this podcast. And now here we are, and I'm telling a story about this guy who left and got here two months ago, three months ago. And I that's, to me, the, the beauty of Canada. You know, that's what Justin has taken from us. That's what our the government has taken from us, because that's what we're here for. That's why Canada is the immigration pot that it is. The problem is, is that they've, they've made it a game of politics. How many immigrants can we let in so that we can get votes and i don't know that's that i just it just makes me sad because i like that that's a cool story somebody comes here and they're literally fleeing person like if you're gay in sri lanka bro do you know what the fuck they do to you (laughs) they literally (laughs) let you they literally douse you in in fucking gasoline and throw a goddamn match at you and they will let you burn in the street like the tamil tigers don't care they don't give a fuck man so I don't know. I just think it's cool. That's the kind of stuff that I love to hear about. It's the kind of stuff that kind of chokes me up because that's what that's what makes Canada the greatest country in the world. You know, in the States, that guy would never be able to bring his family here. It wouldn't be a possibility because he'd be too busy paying for his own health care. Yeah. And he'd be too busy trying to get it. This guy's got free health care because he's a refugee, because he's homosexual. He's got certain amount of government money once you but once you work once you have a job for three months the government kind of stops with that you know they, they they don't kick in as much in a situation like this and he's i said to my to my girl i said isn't that interesting that this man now has to sit down alone in his little shitty apartment and think to himself the harder i work and the more i hustle and the more i save the faster i can bring my family here to be with me and the more the more i want to fuck around and, and not do that then the more I, longer i can be alone isn't that kind of crazy? I've never <laughs> been in that situation, you know? And it just makes me grateful that I'm white and born here. It really does. As much as we say shit on here and I, I get a little... People might be like, that fucking Alex guy, man. I don't know. But I don't know. He seems like he's, he's got extreme views. You need to know I don't. You need to know that that story makes me want to cry. warms my little fucking black heart in the, in the nicest way. That little Sri Lankan gaylord runs over here and he has a safe place to live and bring that family that was forced on him. That shouldn't exist. If he'd born and raised in my country, he wouldn't have to have that wife and those kids. He wouldn't be forced into that. They would be living with their own loving family. You know what I mean? But he's going to come here. He's going to make that all right. Okay? That's 
as much as I talk about how much I hate this country and how it's disappointed me and how I really don't feel proud to be Canadian, I am because of that stuff. That's yeah. the stuff that makes me just go, that's awesome. I love it. The States, it's not as easy to have a story like that. We make it easier. We do. And we and, and then white people like us and or people who were born here like us will hear that and, and embrace us people and give them a job and say, cool. You know? It was also really funny because this guy's got connections with his grandparents because his grandparents came here two generations ago and he is going to be able to buy a house in the next three or four years while being a dishwasher at a bar. Are you going to buy a house in the next three years, Mark? Yeah, there's no uh, No, I mean, and when my girl told him, I'm not going to, he said flat out like, what's your situation, white girl? And she's like, yeah, I'm broke as fuck and I live in an apartment. <laughs> and he's like, what? Like it blew his mind that we were born here and he will get ahead of us in three years because he's a refugee. Yeah. It blew his mind that she said, I can't buy property in my own country. He doesn't get that. And I, I'm not mad at him for that. It's not his fault. Yeah. He should have the opportunity to come here and do everything he's doing. And we should have the opportunity as people born here to own a fucking house and raise our kids in it at 40 years old. And 30. I should have kids by now. I shouldn't be so scared to have them because of my country's a piece of shit, you know, and you should be able to hang out with yours more in my opinion. So anyway, either way, I'm just saying, that story is heartwarming, but it kind of also has a shitty ending because he's blown away by the fact that we won't own property in our own country. Yeah. That's kissing his ass and giving him the opportunity of a lifetime. And yeah. I love that. But I hate that we had to give up our opportunities for it. Yeah. What the fuck is with that? That's it. There you go. It's the end <laughs> there, of that. There's, there's no happy medium. The That's what we need to find. We ha I'm sorry, but we had it. We had it in the 90s. Yeah. In the 90s, we had lots of immigration and we had lots of debates. But well, we also I was, had, I was but we also about, had equality. I was and thinking freedom. about that uh, recently. I mean, one of the the perks of my job is, I mean, while I'm on a on a site, I mean, it's a perk and it's a fault is because it's just me, so I can like live in my head. And while yeah, you've told me you've had some good experiences. And with. while living in my head, and I'm I'm just thinking back, I'm like, man, I remember I used to be able to afford rent. Like I used to be able to rent a house. I could rent a townhouse. I could rent an apartment. Dude, I do that. I have so much shit, dude. I have things. And I now just rent a room in an apartment with three other... I don't like talking about a lot of personal stuff on here because I think people get judgy. Okay, people, hey, look at this fucking... You want to be judgy? Go ahead. I don't give a fuck, okay? I'm very happy with where I'm at and I've come from a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. Every time I get my life together, something completely out of my control falls in my life. And it's, it's starting to scare me in my old age how crazy things get. You know, things happen that I'm just like, like Vince killing himself and now I don't have a job at $30 an hour. Like just crazy shit where I didn't see that coming. You know what I mean? Like right. it really is. It blows my mind. And I've done what you're doing a lot. Like, or I'm like, I look at it like my parents. My, I'm now the same age I was. I'm 35. My mother had a five-year-old, a 15-year-old, and she was on her second marriage right now. Yeah. She'd owned th three houses by now. Bought and sold one. Invested in two others. And she'd own two businesses. Yeah. <laughs> At 30 fucking five. She's yeah. five years younger than you. Have you done any of that? No. You've never owned a house. Yeah. And I'm not shitting on you for it. There's nothing. Dude, who has? Who has? The old, and I'm sorry. I'm calling it out. If, if I, I want to hear from you. If you're one of the people that doesn't fall into this category, call me out. Call me on my shit. I want to know who is under 40, under 40, owns their house, doesn't have a co-signer. I want to hear from you. 
If you exist, I want to fucking hear. Prove me wrong. Call me up. Call me a bitch. Say, fuck you, Alex. You didn't work hard enough. Or fuck you, Alex. If your dad stuck around, maybe it would have been okay. Or fuck you, Alex. You should have gone to university instead of college. If you want, do it. Hang me out. I want to hear from you. I want you to say, this is what you did wrong. I want to. Because I don't think it exists. I really don't. <laughs> I think that my, my buddy, I have friends who own houses. And I have friends that are more, much more successful than me. And uh, the reason that I consider myself a man is because I'm not jealous at all. In fact, I love it. I am very lucky that my buddy Nate can call me to come to his house and I can enjoy his beautiful wife and his two adorable children. I can live vicariously through them. Yeah. I live vicariously through Mark's kids. He brings his Mark kids over. I'm like, look, this is Shadow. He's a faker. His kid's got a faker, faker. Why are you making my kids say fucker? I did it. I swear to God, he's saying faker. It's hilarious. I yeah. love it. That just that I can do that, I, I consider it a privilege because there's an, a, a universe where we didn't meet and I don't get to to do that you know so i do i don't take any i don't i don't take any of it for granted but we need to understand that we deserve more we 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 deserve house we deserve property we deserve to the car your vehicle like you know the fact that you stress so much like that extraction of the wheel lock thing that should have been a, an afternoon yeah. but because of budget it was like what did shop shops wanted two hundred dollars from you to pull those off yeah I was out there screaming, yelling like an idiot. You're like, I don't want to listen to him yell and I don't want to pay $200. What do I do? Yeah. You know what I mean? You shouldn't have been in that position. That's disgusting. As a man who works as hard as you do and the bills are paid and this fucking house is, well, you know what I mean? We all know the situation with where we're at here. This is a good situation. You should be blossoming, buying your own houses, running your own businesses and doing well. And you're barely surviving. Look, I'm in the same boat, barely surviving while I run a business, run a podcast. Fuck man, people should be paying us to do this. If we put this podcast out in the 90s, I swear to fucking God, much music would have already bought us out and we'd have our own goddamn half hour show <laughs> every fucking Thursday night called the shot pod on much music and we'd have george strombolopoulos and fucking that other broad Steve on here all the Anthony, time what are you doing showing what? up here right like just fucking yes why do you want to throw a christmas tree off the building <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that and add the sock yeah. on. we do fromage at the end of the year like <laughs> that would be it man i, I saw because i i know we have the talent and i know we have the production quality and value you know i really really do yeah. so it's fun to think of that you know in another world kind of situation with that with that stuff do we have anything else we need to knock out before we finish episode no, 62 I think that is it all right ladies and gentlemen 62 is in the banks. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. You I definitely want to tell you guys to go check out iHeartRadio, but you apparently already are. Yeah. Uh, you can check out Spotify. You should check out Amazon Music because you're not checking that out. Go on Amazon Music to, to download us as well. As well as Apple Podcasts. Did we say Spotify? Yes. Oh, we're cool with that. Uh, YouTube. Stitcher. Go on YouTube. We're not banned from YouTube yet. We're also on Rumble too. And FaceWeb. We're on the FaceWeb. FaceWeb? Go on the FaceWeb. Don't forget the zero!